Well, Troy, we've heard of a twofer, but a sixfer? That's right, we're talking about the fall TV pilot season just hit us this last week, and we watched six of them. We trudged through six. We're talking about... Okay, hold on. This is us. Lethal Weapon, Designated Survivor, The Good Place, Son of Zorn, and The Exorcist. There we go. I got them all. Troy is cheering me on silently because he knows I'm going to yell at him if he talks. So all of that, plus news on a very super duper special review. Review. Hey. 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 Hey there, everybody. Welcome to the Review Review, a show where two small town dudes give you our big dumb opinions. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm Jake T3 Kai. (laughs) And this episode, we are going over the new TV fall lineup. We're piloting it up. (laughs) It's a test pilot. It's a test pilot. Yep. Test pilot show, people. It was a very intriguing idea that we came up with the tail end of our last show. Yep. You talked us into it, JT. And by saying us, us. I mean the listening public. <laughs> they they were all about listening about it. <laughs> Good. They're like, that sounds interesting. I hope they do it. And then they're like, oh, they did do it. Huh. And they listened. <laughs> yeah. So uh, see what is possibly good yeah see what's this is your go-to bad. for knowing what you should watch in the network tv season very true very true but before we do that that's top of the hour that's future that's news. future news future news we need to get what happened in the past down first do it mm. this last week i'll tell you what happened Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll tell you what happened. Oh, shit. Hear about this? Doc Strange? Yeah. Some call him Doctor Strange. Don't call him Mr. Strange. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Girl. He will be appearing. He's confirmed for Avengers Infinity War. Well, good. Almost back to back. Was a little hit and miss there? For maybe? all Cumberbatch. Was a little hit and miss? It was, was cl- it like, too close to call. Was, was it like, <laughs> I don't know if we can... Put your weird ass in this. <laughs> too, I. It was too hard to tell at one point. It was hot and cold. Let me tell you right now, it's hot, baby. It was too hot to handle, and it was too cold to hold. <laughs> That's right. But it's it's too hot right now. Doc Strange. If you like him in this movie coming up Fuck. November fourth. Yeah. <laughs> what when what's going on over there in the levels? There was just a, no. The levels are fine. It's just <laughs> weird shit pops up and makes a dumb noise. <sighs> All those Russian pirate base sites. I know. I got to stop jerking <laughs> off on this thing. I forgot what I was saying. Oh, if you like Doc Strange and there's an upcoming movie, well then. About a month out almost. That's right. About a month out. About a month out. <laughs> then you will see him in Avengers 3, Infinity War. And if you didn't like him. Well, then he's probably not then, in that much. <laughs> yeah. He gets to share some screen time with yeah. some other people you probably like. Yeah. So look forward to that. Okay. 
uh, to hear about this. I, I don't know what you're going to say. <laughs> John Farva <laughs> Favreau. Uh, leader of Cola? The leader of Cola is, uh, he directed a live action Jungle Book. Yeah. Went over swell. We reviewed it on here. That's right. We liked it. We did. Uh, turns out he did such a good job. Disney's calling him back. Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. Get over here, you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> That's how, they talk at, that's how they talk at Disney. <laughs> yeah, fucking ass. Get out of here. He will be directing a live action Lion King movie. And live action in quotes. Because much of Jungle Book was not live There's action. There's not a fucking human in it at all. I know. That's why I, I don't know how they're... It's the remake of The Lion King featuring entirely non-live action animals dubbing it. Quote, live action. Yeah. They don't even have a Mowgli to actually live action <laughs> film. Don't know what they're going to do, man. But John Favreau's on it. Good. He's going to do it. If, if there's anybody that knows how to make this live action, it's yep. John Favreau. Good. He does. Yeah, exactly. He's going to find a way. Happen. He's going to teach animals how to act. <laughs> He's going to put them in a pit. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully they don't kill each other. And he's. It's like when you put a, a thousand uh, chimps with typewriters and they eventually type type Shakespeare. Yeah, it's like, that's, like that. I think that's possible. It's going to it's going to be like this. OK. Odds yeah. are a good cut has to happen. Yeah. He's so. going to he's going to he's going to capture a lion and cut its face and be like, you want to kill your brother. That's right. You want to kill your brother. <laughs> Keep hitting him till he wants to kill his brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so dark. Hey, that's the price we pay for art. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh, to hear about this, staying on Marvel News, uh, Iron Fist yeah. was originally going to be uh, debuting on Netflix before Luke Cage. Yeah. And when the switch happened and everyone heard Luke Cage is coming out first, everyone's like, whoa. What's happening to Iron Fist? Oh my God. Is it off the slate? <laughs> Iron Fist! <laughs> I was really looking forward to that. Well, let me let me calm your woes and explain what happened here. Luke Cage being on the set and uh, making a smash hit on that Jessica Jones show. They didn't want to stop his momentum. They're like, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> yeah. Hey, you fucking guy! Hey, get out of here! Fucking hey, yeah, I can't even be shot! Get your ass out of here! We're gonna film it! <laughs> And so, essentially, he had such a positive feedback from Jessica Jones, the producers made the switch. They're like, let's not pump the brakes on Luke Cage. Let's keep this train moving. There you go. Right into his own feature series. It's, I mean, it's a smart move because it's, he's fresh in people's minds right now. Yep. Get him out there while they're still, they're still oh, hot yeah. for him. Oh, yeah. I forgot about a Luke Cage. I, yeah, I really like that guy. Wow, what a stand-up guy. <laughs> Well, your hypothetical man sounds way <laughs> shittier than mine. Yours is a lot more negative than mine. He is. Yeah, you have the positive hypothetical man. I have the negative hypothetical man. Together, the yin and yang. They go together. <laughs> Yours is glass half empty. Mine's glass half full. Oh, man. Wow. These guys are great guys. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, hypothetical man. <laughs> 
Yeah, go sit over there. <laughs> go join our jury that we've already have started already. Um, JT. Yeah. Are you familiar with Valiant Comics? I've heard the name. Valiant Comics is a slick up and comer to the comic book uh, big two. Yeah. Should I say Marvel DC? Yeah. Big two. Yep. I would say three and four Dark Horse and Image. Okay. Five, I want to say Valiant is almost level. Three, four, five, they're doing pretty good work. Damn. Uh, Said maybe about a year ago, maybe six months ago, any amount of time in between that, I could have said it, (laughs) that Valiant is getting their uh, feature-length motion picture started through Sony. Yeah. Featuring their story of Harbinger and Bloodshot. Yeah. But added to the mix... They are going to be doing a Ninjak digital full-length series produced yeah. by the guys who do the Superpower Beatdown, which pits like two comic oh. book characters. You, oh, yeah. You've seen like Jason David Franklin oh, yeah, prize yeah. like Green Ranger and White Ranger. And oh, yeah, because he has nothing else to do. That's right. Except beat up people that don't believe in Jesus. Right. And then uh, Johnny Mundo has been on there as Casey Jones. True. Um, there's been another guy, too, a famous guy. Don't remember off the top of my head. But they do good work. Their they uh, YouTube channel is called Bat in the Sun. Yeah. They have one come out like every three months or so because they put a lot of production value. True. And lately they haven't been putting out a lot because they're working on this project, which I think is like a – I don't know how many parts it is. They said it was a full-length series, so I'm assuming 13 episodes Ooh. of a character called Ninjack. Gotcha. The name is very 90s, but it's actually very. pretty cool. I have the first book over there, Joel, if you want to read it. Okay. Pretty cool. Pretty, All right. pretty cool. So look forward to that. Uh, saw first uh, production still of it. Suits pretty spot on. And the guy who is playing Ninjak is the guy who played Deadshot on Arrow. Okay. Yep. Don't know who that is, but I Didn't bet you he's... watch Arrow? I didn't watch Arrow. All right. I watched Flash. All right. Easy. Get off my back. I don't think he showed up till the second season anyway. All right. And well, I fell off Arrow almost completely. I told you this before you, when we were watching nothing but CW trailers for a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I I didn't even give Arrow a shot. Watch Flash. Like Flash. Yeah, Arrow season one is really good. All it's right. probably my favorite so far. Through all I've seen. Of all the DC stuff? No, Arrow no, no. Well, is... well, I don't know. Arrow Season 1 is really good. Hmm. Yeah. Like, he... The island stuff makes sense. Because you know how it's kind of split between, like... Yeah. He's got his, like, castaway version of himself. <laughs> and then his present-day version of himself. Yeah. And, like, he's a lot more ruthless. He kills, like, a bunch of people in it. Oh, shit. Um, there's a cliffhanger at the end of the season that's really good like really good like shakes up the whole universe of his whole show and uh i don't know i I think it's my favorite arrow season so far all right and it was the first one you said you (laughs) fell out of it though i did because they got i think they got regressively worse yeah as they went on like even trying to throw in like batman stuff like ra's al ghul i'm like i don't care <laughs> like I don't know. So I mean I know they're adding in a bunch of other heroes and we just watched a trailer where Dolph Lundgren's gonna be in like season five. Yeah. 
I was like, holy shit. That's season five already? I think they're on season five. Oof. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna watch that. <laughs> well, I didn't watch any of the previous season. I only saw the a half a season before that. But I saw seasons one and two. Yeah, so they have to be on five. Jesus. I know, man. I know. Nah. I'm, there's too much stuff to watch. <laughs> uh moving on to shit to watch. Yeah. And CW stuff. Uh, did you see, we watched a trailer for Superman appearing in Supergirl. Yeah. Looks pretty good, right? Yeah. I like, the, I like the Superman in it. Yeah, me too. That high-res image didn't do the him any justice that no. they showed. But yeah, in motion, he looks really good. Yeah. And from what I can see, the effects on the just what I've seen in the trailer for the CW show look better than what CBS put out. Yeah. Yeah. So Maybe they, they just know how to work their funds better. I would assume so. I think they might have a different uh, special effects guy, too. Because I was just watching the VFX like of the CW shows, like a little featurette. Yeah. And I said it was this one dude. And I don't think he works on for CBS. I think he only works for CW. So maybe he's, he's on He's it. the fucking man. He is the man. He knows the shit. He knows shit. Yeah. He made he, a King he, Shark, for Christ's sake. He knows shit. <laughs> he knows shit. Also on Marvel TV stuff, we saw Ghost Rider. Yeah. On S.H.I.E.L.D.? Looks okay. Okay. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. I'm, I'm going to get around to it, I think. And then I'm going to try and actually follow this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. instead of just waiting for it to come out on Netflix. Yeah. I almost dared myself just to jump in on season four. And because that's the season they're on right now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Um, so I <laughs> watched like clips of the the first episode where a ghost rider appears and yeah. I'm like, nope, I have no idea what's going on. Can't do it. I have no idea. There's really not I I don't know. If you wanted to, I could probably give you like a small lowdown on it. There's there's really not much you need to know. Okay. There's not much I need to know, only there's been sixty episodes of the show. Yeah, well, <laughs> they kind of do like the whole like Dexter thing where it's like every season is kind of its own story. And then, like, the things that carry over from that season are, like, just, like, small things you can probably, like, describe in, like, a paragraph. Hmm, okay. So, I'll see. But uh, Ghost Rider looks okay. Like, at first, I didn't think I would like him. And I think in the stuff I just showed you earlier was, like, the least impressive stuff. Because yeah. I saw a fight with him and Quake in, like, a junkyard. And it looked pretty cool. I Sweet. liked it. And uh, just for... After I watched that, I went back and watched some stuff from the first two Ghost Rider movies. Yeah. First one looks like garbage still. Then yeah. the second one, which I thought I visually really liked, doesn't hold up, I don't think. Oh, jeez. Like, th I thought uh, the skull looked a, like way too CGI. I like the effect of, like, it looks like an oil burning when yeah. his fire goes, and it's just black tar smoke coming out. Oh, yeah. But it looks way not real. <laughs> Going back and rewatching it, it looks way not cool. All right. But I don't know. Disagree with me if you want, JT. I know you're adamant about it. Oh, no. I, your, your feelings, I can feel you, just the heat coming off you Yeah, right I'm now. very, I'm so passionate <laughs> about how Ghost Rider looks and everything. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm probably not going to end up watching season four. <laughs> All right, fair enough. But we'll see. Agent Shield's good. Said it before. Said it again. Um, Mark Miller, creator of Kickass, yeah, and other such properties as that, has his eye on a certain 
wrestling superstar. Heard about this. For his supposed movie coming up called Superior. Yeah. Would you like to drop the name? John Cena! <laughs> so yeah, that'd be that'd be okay. Um, I guess. I don't know much about Superior. I heard it's a great book and it's only one of them. But it's essentially are you familiar with Shazam? How he's like a yeah. little kid and Yeah, I read like a small like bio on him and it sounds a lot like like the story of Shazam. Yeah. Only it's like this one's like sadder because it's like a kid with like multiple sclerosis. Right. <laughs> and he gets his powers from an space monkey or something yeah. like that <laughs> yeah like he's got multiple sclerosis and then like a d de- like a demon like like he sells his soul to like a demon monkey to become superior right so it's like shazam only way sadder yep <laughs> but i heard it's pretty good and i heard it has a, a really weird twist at the end i still don't know what that twist is i haven't oh, spoiled it for myself yet don't spoil it for me i'm not i don't even know it i don't even know it, jt oh, God. you're really good at not spoiling things you don't even learn what the spoilers are <laughs> to spoil but i might uh pick up that books uh soon if this uh it's gonna be a thing all right well the thing i know is mark miller really likes superman and so usually his superman treatments of stuff are really good yeah and this is like a superman-ish type character so i can only assume it's really good i guess i just have to be mm-hmm. pulled off well by <laughs> Mexican John Cena? Juan Cena! Juan Cena! But no, I think John Cena would be able to pull off like a soup because he, he knows how to like unleash that passionate speech every once in a while. Oh, sure. I can get that. And he was pretty good in Trainwreck, too. I mean, yeah. it was totally not the right character for Superior. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I thought he was really funny. Look up his scene in, um, what the fuck's it called? Sisters sometime. That movie with Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Mm. God, he's the best part of that movie, and he's only in it for like the last 15 minutes. What? Okay. I'll have to check it out. It's hilarious. There's just like a scene, because like he plays a drug dealer in it, and he just play, does this whole thing where he just names off all the drugs that he brought with him and it like starts getting down to like Flintstones vitamins. Like, he, like, names all this shit off. And then like Tina Fey start, tries to fuck him and then uh, there's like a part where like, Tina Fey tries to fuck him and he's like, she's like, hey, you want to go in the back room? And he's like, my safe word is keep going. Very good. My last bit of news, JT. Director of Birdman and The Revenant. Yeah. Forgot to write out his name. Uh, Alejandro something Inuritu or something. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. Is planning on doing a little something peculiar. Is... God damn it. Quit playing these fucking things. <laughs> what is going on over there, JT? The levels? No, it's just this thing is trying to fuck. It just keeps doing. Never mind. <laughs> It keeps dinging for some reason. Oh. It's being an idiot. All right. Anyways, continue. Anyway, this guy, director of Birdman the Revenant. Yeah. Uh, is planning on directing a new film. Yeah. Entirely in VR. Ooh. I know. So, like, the intense scenes that you see in, like, Birdman and Revenant 
can only imagine they're ramped up to like a thousand doing this thing in VR. Oh, shit. I don't even know how you would do that. Would you have to use like a 360 camera and stuff like that? I suppose. Well, they have like those cameras. They have like those videos that come on Facebook every once in a while where it's like you tilt your phone to where you want to look right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe they use that. I suppose. It'd be hard to like. I mean, well, he filmed The Revenant in all natural light. Because I was going to say, like, a 360 camera would be hard to, like, hide a crew. Yeah. So you'd have to put, like, a cam bot <laughs> out there or something. Cam bot. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Servo. <laughs> crew. <laughs> so I don't know how you'd do that, but I'd be super interested to see where that goes. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. He seems like a very inventive director. I'd like to see what he does with it. Mm-hmm. 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 That's all I got, JT. Good. <laughs> all right. Well, my computer hasn't cut me off. <laughs> I uh, got some news. Uh, Troy. What? There will be one last Rogue One trailer. Oh no! Coming out in October. What am I supposed to do from October through December? Not look forward to another trailer. Apparently, I know. Total bullshit. I'll have maybe, to just look maybe this one to will have the movie. This one will I have guess. such amazing scenes that you just wads will be blown. <laughs> oh, I can only hope everywhere. I'm not gonna wear my church pants. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't pray in them pants no more. <laughs> Troy, yeah. Stan Lee always making those cameos in all those Marvel films. Mm-hmm. Well, for just in case purposes, he has already filmed <laughs> his next four Marvel film cameos. I heard this. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's a good sign. <laughs> well, Dave, uh, this morning, his Facebook post was something along. Did you see it? Like, I think it, along yeah. the lines of like, I saw Stan Lee was trending. So I got worried that he might've died. And then I saw that it was just because he filmed four Marvel cameos, which means the producers think he might also die. <laughs> Yeah, which means the producers were thinking the exact same thing I was thinking. <laughs> so yeah, like it. I was just talking to him about that the other day. It's gonna be a sad day when Stanley God, goes, and I it's know. nerds everywhere will cry. I will have a day of silence, an entire day. It's gonna like come into and come in here and like just unleash. It's like no, like <laughs> fucking like overturned bookshelves, like in this passionate cry. <laughs> I don't know. That's going to, like, it's terrible to say, but the man is in his 90s. Yeah. <sighs> I think, like, like next year is supposed to be, like, his last appearance at, like, comic book, at, like, comic cons and stuff. Good. <laughs> like, it's got to be exhausting yeah. for him. My God. I know. Like, you have to, like, sit. You're sitting all day. Just, yeah, that's got to be the worst. Yeah. If you've ever seen, like, a biography on his life, like, he didn't even create Spider-Man until he was older than us. 
Yeah. And that was like forever ago. Yeah. And he's still around <laughs> doing stuff. It's crazy. Hey, it's that. What's that fucking thing? It's like it's that fucking big rock in the sea that some hummingbird is pecking at. Yep. That's right. And when Stanley dies, one moment of eternity has passed. <laughs> God damn it. I'm glad you remember that, JT. It sticks with you. It does. I, I think it every day when I wake up. <laughs> Stanley, live forever, please. <laughs> Troy, Justin Lin. Yeah. We know him from his Fast and Furious movies. Mm-hmm. It's going to be doing... Uh, Aquaman, right? I think so. <laughs> now I'm second guessing myself. Now that I said I think so, is this a look it up? No, moment? He, no, it's, no, it's fine. No, nope. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying for the sake because this has nothing to do with Aquaman. Okay, great. Because he's tackling another franchise, another very, very important franchise. Oh my god! He's going to be directing the Hot Wheels movie. Got to practice with Fast and Furious. Yep. Tell you that. Oh, it's going to be off the chain. There's probably going to be a whole bunch of ramps. <laughs> a loop? But, oh, fucking loops. Maybe a loop-de-doop. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I know. Looping and duping. They'll get on that fast track part. Oh, my God. Where I just... Oh, my goodness. Anyways, I can't... Yeah, I, I can't wait. I also cannot wait. Okay. <laughs> we are in agreement. We cannot wait for a Hot Wheels. For a Hot Wheels movie. <laughs> for a Hot Wheels movie. Troy, do you remember that movie, The Italian Job? Barely. I remember they drove With minis. Marky Mark, Charlize <laughs> Theron, old Eddie Newts. Drive around France? Probably Italy. Okay. <laughs> 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 Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Fuck the fucking idiot! Ah, oh, shit! Damn That's it! The best. That's probably the best. That's Damn like the it. best moment on here yet. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! <laughs> Anyways, NBC's making a TV series off of it, like Great. they're doing with every other fucking movie ever made. Great. That's great for the that Italian awesome job. movie that took place in France called The Italian damn Job. It. God <laughs> damn it! I fucked up, JT. I love how it still took you a little bit after. <laughs> You're like Italy. <laughs> oh and yeah. You just saw it. Ah! <laughs> Drown me in <laughs> fucking. Ah <sighs> uh, yeah. Anyways, speaking of NBC, go cry. some more NBC news. Yeah. Well, Stanley's not dead. He can't cry yet. Troy, we're talking about it tonight. This is us. Yeah. Tearjerker of a show. Right. So many tears shed. NBC mm-hmm. has officially ordered a full season of it. Mm. A full 18 episode season. 18 episodes? Yeah. A weird length. But... Well, I don't know. <laughs> is that good? Is it bad? Find out later. Top of the hour. Top of the hour. <laughs> well, also speaking of NBC, they're coming out with a show that we're kind of looking forward to, Timeless. That's right. 
might not happen now. No! Because they're being sued by a Spanish production company what? who claim that they've already put out this idea and were not given royalties on it. So now they're suing NBC. What? So who knows? This, I mean, as far as we know, it's as far... It's still scheduled to appear, but I don't know. It might change. This is... Then what did the Spanish get it from? Doctor Who? <laughs> Fucking idiots. I know. It, it, I, Troy, it's a hard life we live. It's a hard life we live. That was like one I was really hoping I know, that's to review the only this one. one. I know. It doesn't show... Ugh! <laughs> doesn't it come out for like another week or so, right? Yeah, it's like... like on the 10th? Yeah, it's like the first, yeah, first week in October it comes out. Mm. I don't know, Troy... Bullshit. It's total bullshit. It's bullshit. Fucking while we're on the uh, well, sucks. <laughs> while we're on the uh on the topic of TV shows, Rolling Stone put out a list of the one hundred best TV shows ever. This of is ever. All time? According to Rolling Stone. This is of all, all time. time. Of all time, Troy. Ever? Ever. <laughs> Troy? Yeah. Ever. Of all time. All time ever. Rolling Stone? Ever. Ever. <laughs> Who's on first? <laughs> Troy. <laughs> yeah. I uh I was trying to like look up the actual list and I couldn't find it, but I found they put the top ten up. Okay. So I found the top ten. Is MASH in the top ten? No. Good. I fucking hate MASH. Can I, I know. Say People that? talk about MASH all the time. I, I can't know. stand MASH. I can't get into it. Yeah, it's awful. <laughs> Fuck MASH. Good. I'm glad we're in agreement here. Fuck MASH. <laughs> all right. I'm way into hearing this top 10. Now. All right. <laughs> At number 10, Troy. Number 10. The Daily Show. Oh, cool. I didn't know that that would be an option. It's a TV show, Troy. Well, you got me there. <laughs> Open your fucking ears next time. <laughs> Italy. Number nine. <laughs> Number nine. Number nine. All in the Family. Okay. It's a good show. I haven't seen a lot of it. No. I just know Archie Bunker's racist. But it's a Classic. lovable racism, so you gotta love it. Number eight, Troy. Mm -hmm. Saturday Night Live. Very good pick. It is. Good pick. It is. It's been very hit and miss, but yep, it's been uh, pretty, it stays on, on a pretty decent track. Yeah. Would you say that oh, this last like two years would have been like an upswing? Or would you say I've, it's I've heard like more about, out? I've heard more about it like these last two years than I've had like in the past. Yeah. I haven't been really watching Saturday Night Live, but I've, I like, I think it's made more headlines lately. Mm-hmm. Like within the last couple of years than it has in a while. Chelsea and I try to catch. I think actually we watched like every episode last season. But it's weird when they put it on Hulu, they cut a lot of the, a lot of it out. Yeah. So like the two, it's like two hours long. Yeah. Like it's only sometimes 20 minutes. <laughs> so it's like, whew. Jeez. Must have been garbage. <laughs> garbage. Anyway, number seven. Number seven, Troy. The Twilight Zone. Nice. 
I'm liking this so far, JT. Yeah, it's pretty pretty strong list so far, Troy. Number six, The Simpsons. Oh, very good. Very t- timeless classic. That's right, The Simpsons. Uh, number five, Seinfeld. Okay, dig it. Number four, Mad Men. Mad Men, very good. A recent one, recent edition. Yeah. Speaking of recent, Troy, number three, Breaking Bad. I was going to ask if this was in the top three. That's at at the number three spot, Very Breaking good. Bad. Very good. Number two, The Wire. Okay. And the number one pick, Troy. Let me see if I can guess it. Okay. Well, I might not be able to <laughs> now that I put myself in this situation. Mm, have you seen it? No, but it's notorious for having a bad ending, though. The Sopranos? Yes. Uh, number one? Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I don't know. It kind of makes me want to go back and watch it now. Our friend Joe, uh, you know, Jobin. Oh, yeah, Jobin, yes. <laughs> he, uh, he started watching it from the beginning, and I was over at his house when he did that. And I saw like the first three or four episodes and it was really good. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if I only had HBO to continue this, now I do. And I never went back. (laughs) (laughs) I hear it's it's really and I was I was hooked by the first episode. I was like, this is really good. Man, I'm gonna fucking just jump back into it. Yeah. And I that's all I've ever seen of it too. Like I've and I know how it ends. But, like, I don't know all the plot yeah, twists. Like, what leads up to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. Uh, speaking of HBO, my uh, my good buddy Zishi, who praises the fuck out of the Larry Sanders show, and they just put that on HBO I Go. Was, yeah, I was going to bring that up later, that I just saw it was on HBO Go. Yeah. I'm going to have to start watching that. Yep. He always brings up uh, how Hank is, like, one of the most lovable dumbasses on t- in TV <laughs> history. Awesome. So I'm like, check that out sometime so yeah that's the top 10 of the 100 best tv shows according to rolling stone tell us what you think tell us what you think hit us up social media do it podcast do it look at that branding netflix troy putting out yeah 20 new reality shows on netflix yeah oh my netflix has officially sold out (laughs) god bless them Yep. So when you know you made it big, just got to get that cheap ass money. <laughs> Do they have like, anything? I didn't see any, any uh, details, but they just, I just read something that uh, they have uh, 20 uns. They have like a order for 20 unscripted TV shows, which is usually means it's reality. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know about that. Netflix. I don't know. Well, worst case scenario, you just don't watch it. That's true. That is very true. You don't have to watch it. It's not it. like it's on a channel where you're stuck watching it all the fucking time. Right. It's not like when I was growing up, I only had like five channels. Yeah. Like, well, I guess I'll watch this because it's the least shit. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, though, like watching reality shows like the best, especially in, in my, in like learning now, like with my girlfriend, like it's really easy to watch. And like to like watch a reality show and like talk during it. Yeah. Like if you're like watching like a regular show where like you have to pay attention and shit, it's really hard to like have a conversation. Uh huh. 
where it's like, because like we're watching RuPaul's Drag Race, and uh-huh. there's like so many scenes where it's like, well, we know there's going to talk about dumb shit here, so <laughs> let's talk about how much we think this chick is a bitch. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So it's like when it comes to reality shows, like they're usually they're so dumb that it's easy to have a conversation during. Right on. Right on. There was. Uh, you know what I'm bummed that is like never on Hulu or like uh, Netflix is that show Face Off. I love that show. It's where they like the guys uh, make like monster makeup and stuff like that. Oh, and it's yeah. a competition to see who can be the best one at the end. Like I'm really into that. And I can never see it anywhere. <laughs> and I'm bummed out that I can never see it. For a while there, Hulu could only, you could only watch it on a laptop. But you couldn't God. stream it through, like, your PlayStation. And I'm like, you fucker Hulu. <laughs> I'm always trying, Fuck. To, trying to get me on some kind of technicality. Yeah, those bastards. D-bags. I'm not paying for your Hulu fucking no commercials either. It's garbage. <laughs> Hey there, Assholes. Chelsea Danger. See Danger! Back from a bad art, bad art night. Oh, man. What do you got there? Gonna put that on the fridge? Oh, you're putting that on the fridge. Put it on the fridge. Girls? That's really good. That's really good. Two votes? You had to vote? Out of two? Yeah, they wanted the worst. Oh, well, yours was too good. Chelsea, you gotta learn. It sucks you gotta learn how to make it good. shitty. Excellent air. This is shitty. But it, their their faces look good. You have to make them like stick figures. Tanya has Hasidic Jew hair. Well, I'm not. Tanya say has that. Hasidic Jew hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the oldest one. The meanest one. Oh boy. God damn it. Who's? I'm B. Arthur. Oh, you would be B. Arthur, I guess. Oh man, you're gonna marry oh, Leslie Nielsen. Which one's the whore? Oh, Tanya. <laughs> What's your last name so we can say it on the air? <laughs> All right. Good. I'm gonna take a picture of that. Post it up. Post it up so we can show who the who the whore is. We'll point it out. You we'll did point good. out the whore. <laughs> did good, babe. Did good. Babe. We were supposed to do bad though. So you were really bad at doing good. You were really bad at doing bad. Well, make it worse. I mean, it's bad to the bone. It's not bad to the bone. Bad. That's a good ass idea. I bet you that is that the horror. No. Ah, Jesus. Well, very good, C Danger. You nailed it. Yeah. Good job, C Danger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Troy Duncan Jones. Yes. You know who that son of a bitch is? <laughs> Vaguely. Well, it's making a new movie called Mute. All right. And it might be. Silent he's been film? hinting at. He's been hinting at that it might be a sequel to one of his first films. You might, I think you know it, Troy. A little movie called Moon. Oh, I have seen Moon. Liked Moon? Yeah. Well, Sam, Sammy Rockwell. Mm-hmm. Sammy Rocks. Sammy Rocks. 
Bendy Mendy. <clears throat> oh, Duncan Jones just also did uh, Warcraft. Just did Warcraft, too. yes. Yep. Heard very mixed reviews of it. Did not see it. Also did not see it. Do not care Probably about Warcraft. Probably will not ever watch it because fuck Warcraft. <laughs> right. <laughs> <clears throat> well, anyway, he's making a new movie called Mute. Yes. Anything about Mute? Uh, I tried to read a little bit on it. Um, TBD. To be determined. Yeah. He's just got a title. Just got a title right now. <laughs> I think there is, a, there is a plot to it, but I I didn't get too far into it. Okay. All right. So. Sounds good. Look out for that. Tra- we talked about the trailer on here a wh- quite a while ago that Monster Trucks mm. mm-hmm. is coming out soon. I think right. it's in like two weeks or so. Yeah. It's already being predicted to be. A $115 million flop. (laughs) That's awful. Yeah. (laughs) That is awful. Uh, Yeah. It it does look like a flop, though. It looks pretty fucking shitty. It looks like a bit of a misstep. Yeah. It looks awful. Is it a kid's movie? I don't know. (laughs) I can't tell either. I... If it's a kids movie, maybe it won't be such a flop. Maybe. But how many kids are like, yeah, I want to watch a movie where a monster drives a truck? I don't know, little boys. Dude, fuck little boys. <laughs> they don't give a they don't give a shit about that. They're too busy waiting for the next Marvel flick or something. That's true. They're not gonna watch a shit. I well. Maybe it's maybe it's for grown ups. I haven't even seen a lot of shit for it. I I saw like the trailer like once and that was like three months ago. Yeah. I forgot it was coming out until I read this story that they said <laughs> it's gonna lose a fuck ton of money. <laughs> like, oh really? I wonder why, because I forgot it existed. That's amazing to me that it's like the movie hasn't even dropped yet and they already know it's gonna suck. <laughs> like, then why did you make the movie? Hey man. I don't know. That's, that know. blows me them. away. Ask them. Let's get. I think it's Paramount. Let's get Paramount on the phone. All right. I'm gonna go to P's here. <laughs> uh, right, right there under Paul. Paul Feige. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Here it is. Uh, I don't got Paramount. I have their old number. Nah. God. I know. Damn it. <laughs> I know. Well, speaking of flops, Troy, New Line <laughs> is in the process of making a Fruit Ninja movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing! Because they saw they saw Paramount making monster trucks, and it's like we could do better, right? <laughs> Let's Let make, make a, a movie. fruit ninja movie We're just... and try and lose a hundred fifty million dollars. <laughs> fruit ninja used to play it. Watch a bunch of dumb fucks cutting watermelons for an hour and a half. <laughs> Just a kid slashing yeah. on the screen. Yeah. Ah, they're coming so fast! <laughs> ah, shit! <laughs> I cut it clockwise! <laughs> Fuck! I hope that's in the movie. <laughs> I cut it clockwise! Fuck! Uh, Fruit Ninja, check it out. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> More Power Rangers news, Troy. Mm. Laid on me. Lots bro. of news dropping on that Power Rangers. Laid on me. We got word that we got. Well, we got Elizabeth Banks as Reed Repulsa. Yep. We got 
uh, Brian Cranston as Zordon. Yup. Now, they have just cast their Alpha Five. Yup. Bill Hader. That's right. He's got experience doing robots. Yep. That's true. He was BB-8. Him and uh and uh Benny Schwaz. Benny Schwaz <laughs> up right. in there. So uh, yeah. They got a star-studded. They have a star-studded cast built around the Power Rangers. <laughs> they have a star-studded. The Power Rangers themselves. No one, yeah, nobody fucking knows who the Power Rangers are, <laughs> but everyone around them is a fucking A-list actor. <laughs> <laughs> so check that out. Do you think he's going to change up the alpha voice, or is he just going to play it just like he knows <laughs> like, it? Aye, aye, aye. I hope. <laughs> Troy Thor Ragnarok has uh, somebody else on the cast from uh, Jurassic Park. Oh, my. We know that Jeff Goldblum, I think, is in it as mm-hmm. the Game Master or something. Something like that, yeah. Well, now they have casted Sam Neill. Oh. As right. Sam Neal, they haven't. I don't think they haven't put out the actual character name, but he's casted in it. He's gonna play the character he is in Jurassic Park. Yep. <laughs> yes, that'd be amazing. And he even gives that like speech again, where he's like, "And they break out this claw and they slash you across the belly, spilling your intestines." <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you're alive. <laughs> When they eat you. <laughs> oh, I hope that is in there. That'd be amazing. Sam Neill. Check him out. Look out. Look out for him. Keep your eyes peeled for Sam Neill. Last bit of news, Troy, and kind of big news. Oh, save the best for last. Time Warner CEO. Oh, my. Coming out saying that the Ben Affleck. Batman flick? Yeah. I thought you were going to say, the DC movies have room for improvement. (laughs) Again. again, Every CEO from every company. (laughs) They're just dog shit. (laughs) Anyway, what are you saying? But the Ben Affleck Batman movie, he's calculated with all, with with what they've, uh, have set up. It should be finished. In a year and a half. I heard this news. Pretty exciting. Yeah. Pretty exciting. But are they going to release it at year and a half? Ooh. Is the thing. Ooh. You might just be kind of like throwing like a fucking like little, little shade at us. Like, oh, actually, it's not coming out. A little year. red herring. Yes, I said it'd be done in a year and a half. Not that it's coming out in a year and a half. And then he like maniacally laughs with... <laughs> Thunder in the background. It's going to be like 2018, like spring 2018. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. That seems so far away now. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but I have high hopes for this Batman movie. Hey, Super high hopes. There's, there's a lot behind it. Got the best part of BVS was probably Batman. Yeah. Minus the murdery bits. Yeah. No, hold on, Troy. You talked about how Superman was the best part. No. Troy, do you want to go back and listen to our heated discussion where the- I was defending <laughs> the fuck out of Batman and you were like, no, Batman was shit. 
Yeah, fuck, I might have said that. Yeah, Troy. But we are debating the ultimate cut. Now, but Batman, yeah, (laughs) Batman was still the best in the ultimate cut, too. Nah. Oh, my God, that's going to happen again. Let's cool it. Now that you now you give me an opening, I'm gonna I wanna like almost rip it apart and be like, <laughs> Yes! Admit that Batman's better! Admit! I don't Admit! I don't remember what we were arguing about precisely at that point in time. But the public thinks not just I'm not talk, I'm not talking about me here. Okay. I'm talking about the general public sure. believes Batman to be one of the best parts of BVS. Okay, and you're and you're saying that for everyone but you. And I'm saying that to further my point <laughs> that the new Batman movie should be pretty great because not only will it have what fans say could be the best parts of BVS. Fans outside of your own opinion. And a world-class <laughs> director such as uh, Ben Affleck himself. Who played an amazing Batman. Some say. <laughs> So I'm looking forward to this uh, to this movie because Ben Affleck was an amazing Batman. You know, and he was. There were some flaws. There were some cracks in his character, but I would say it was a it was a decent portrayal of Batman on film. I'm gonna get you one of these days, Troy. We'll see, Troy the Max. I'm gonna get we you. We will see. I'm gonna get you one of these days. I'm gonna make you admit, make you admit that you were wrong. <sighs> I've gone back and listened to that argument, and at one point I think we're arguing about two different things, <laughs> but we're both so angry. We're both we yelling. Don't, we're just blind to it <laughs> and just yelling for whatever reason. Uh, uh, friendship. <laughs> friendship indeed. Mm-hmm. Well, anyways, Troy, uh, that means that we're going to have to get into... Uh, Jesus, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> Just play the fucking... Okay. Oh, it doesn't exist anymore. All right, Mackie News. <laughs> the Maybe fucking... that's a sign. God, yeah. We might just have to fucking cut the... <laughs> I guess I... For some reason, the fucking things delete. I don't know. Oh, Mackie well. News, Troy. <laughs> Mackie this might be our news. last Mackie News ever because I accidentally deleted the theme song. I don't feel like making it again. <laughs> but the Mac Man was on Mean Tweets. I saw with this. With Jimmy Kimmel. Yep. And somebody said they look like an aardvark. <laughs> <laughs> so, there you go. We're cutting the Mac, Mac News. news. <laughs> Mac News is officially dead. If, if this is the fucking news that we have to report... <laughs> It's nail in the coffin. <laughs> this is the official Mackie. You had a hell of a run. We're cutting the we're cutting the segment. I'm sick of looking up your fucking news, and it's just nothing but. Oh my God! Look what he said on fucking Jimmy Fallon. I don't fucking care. Joey should go back and edit all the great times we had with Mac News. Yeah, how about you blow me? <laughs> Oh, perfect. But anyways, Troy, going on to that, we've got to get into some sad news now. Oh, great. Troy. Great. Some bits. Great. Some of those bits. <clears throat> Still waiting for a theme song, by the way. <sighs> yeah. Troy. Neil. <laughs> Neil and Troy. People die, and it's the pits. Please stay tuned. 
to Neil's bits. It's it's really special. Mm -hmm. It's really special. Troy, first up. First up. You might not know the name, but I think you know the actor. Bill Nunn. Bill Nunn. Died at 63. 63? Oh, my goodness. That's relatively young still. Yeah. If you don't know who he was, he was the... He was in Spider-Man. He played uh, Robbie Robertson. Yes. Right? Yep. <sighs> I saw that. That's that's too bad. Yep. I only know him from that role, but I really... I I've definitely him seen him in other things, but that's the one that sticks out as like, I, okay, yep, he was definitely in that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's too... I always thought they were going to do more with him, and they never, ever really did. I know. He just... like His, his major role was just being like... Ah, oh, come on, Jonah. <laughs> He's not a menace. Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, Jonah. What's the problem? <laughs> Give the kid a break, Jay Jonah. He's not a menace. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, so R.I.P. build on. Yes. You'll you be are, missed. You are, in fact, not a menace. <laughs> That's true. But you said that was one? There's more? Got one more, Troy. Oh, my God. Double dose? The legendary golfer, Arnold Palmer. I saw this, too. I'm a fucking asshole. Died at 83. I think it's 83. I think that's right. But, yeah. I only put him down because he made a fucking sweet-ass drink. It's what he'll be known for forever. Yeah. Half iced tea, half lemonade. A genius combination. I know. There's been so many times where I've had them by themselves where it's like, iced tea doesn't have enough flavor. That's right. And uh, lemonade is sometimes a little too bitter. A little too tart. A little too tart. Put them together. Baby, you got yourself a stew going. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, if they have it available and you're self-dispensing uh, drinks some places... Sometimes yeah. I'd make my own makeshift. Arnold Palmer. Oh, my God. That's right. I'm up there like a mixologist. <laughs> you were just like fucking finding the perfect concoction. That's right. Or the perfect ratio of iced tea to lemonade. That's right. I do it at Subway usually. Oh, my God. And it has to be almost three quarters iced tea. Half, one quarter lemonade. Lemonade's I can really see that. Tart. Yeah, I, 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 lemonade. Especially like the, the ones that come out of the, like the... Bending stuff is uh-huh. it always it's always a little too much too much a little too much but Arnold Arnie P well Arnie Palmy he's got one he's already he achieved one of my dreams to have a drink named after you yes <laughs> <laughs> that's all I want if there's one thing I can do in my life is to get a drink named after me well get to work that's how you know when you've made it get to work. I don't know what to work on is the thing. Probably getting a drink. Yeah. Made. <laughs> Maybe find liquids first. <laughs> All right. Find a way to mix liquids would be a, a good start. Arnie P, you've made it. You did it. Made it to the pantheon of people with drinks named after them. Exactly. Great man. Also a great golfer, I hear. Yeah, he was pretty, I heard he was pretty good. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, Troy, that gets us into our last segment before the main event. little thing we like to call, You Know It's 
Done. All right. Same every time. I can't get sick of it. It's just so good. <laughs> well, Troy, we, uh, you have two trailers. I do. I have two trailers. You do? That makes four trailers. That's a lot of trailers, Troy. We didn't tell each other, though. We didn't. Well, we kind of hinted. You hinted. Yeah, I hinted. And I don't think I have any of yours. Okay. So that probably means you don't have any of mine. True. (laughs) Italy. Italy. (laughs) Damn it. Um, I'm going to go first. Okay, fine. I think I have a pretty interesting one to start off. Oh, shit. Um, a little movie called Trespass Against Us. It stars right. Michael Fassbender. All right. And he kind of, I can't tell if they're like trailer park gypsies or not, but uh, his his close-knit family lives in like this little circle of tr- like trailers. Yeah. And the, the fathers, huh? Are they carnies? No, they're not carnies. <laughs> There's no carnival equipment around, at least not in shot. I could be wrong. Maybe they're really shitty carnies. Could be. Like it's like just run around that pit. <laughs> <laughs> but it looks like uh, Michael Fassbender is like uneducated. And he has got a son, and he keeps, excuse me, Dursted gotten. Tr- he keeps getting in trouble with school, and. Then he says, like, oh, I never went to school, did I, Dad? And his dad's like, oh, you don't need school or something. I don't know. Like, the dad's, <laughs> dad's like a famous actor, too, and I can't think of his name right now. But anyway, it looks like they get into, like, some criminal hijinks because the dad's like like a criminal. Michael Fassbender's pulling all this criminal activity, like providing for his family and stuff like that. So, I don't know. It looks... I don't know if I, it's a movie I'd actually go see or not. Hmm. But, um, you know, I'm not here. I'm here to just throw out the info to you. Oh, yeah. To judge on yourself. Oh, yeah. The movie's Trespass Against Us. It looks like a circle of trailer carn, <laughs> trailer carny gypsy people. <laughs> uh, up to no good. Starring Michael Fassbender. Hmm, let me look at the trailer. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Fassbender. Me I too. I like his stuff. And that's what made me interested in it. But... I don't know, I don't know if mm. I if I'm into it or not, JT. All right, we will see. We'll see if you're into Fastbender when the upcoming Assassin's Creed movie comes to theaters. That is true. It definitely shows that he can have lack of judgment when it comes to films. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, why don't you go next? Okay. I well, I've up. got a film that I saw the trailer for of a. Duo comedy hit, looks like. We've got Charlie Day, Mm -hmm. and we've got Ice Cube. Oh, yeah. In a little movie called Fist Fight. Yes. About a teacher that wants to beat the living Christ out of another teacher. (laughs) Yes. I remember I did see this trailer like uh, a couple days ago. A fuck couple? A fuckle couple of days ago, (laughs) yeah. But, yeah, I saw the trailer, and, uh, yeah, big fan of Charlie Day. Yep. We'll uh, we'll probably check it out. Although, the trailer, like, I, I don't know if th- this will probably be how they, they show it in the movie, too, but it just looks like everyone just wants Charlie Day to get his fucking ass kicked in this. Yeah. Like, even people <laughs> that don't know him. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's calling the police saying, this man is going to 
tr- was going to harm me. Yeah. And they're just laughing at him. Yeah. I don't know. What do you say? He called in. It's like some guy's going to beat me up in a school parking lot. And then the cop says, well, you should get a teacher. He's like, I am the teacher. It's like, you're a grown ass man. Go get your ass whipped. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charlie Day. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a huge fan of Charlie Day. Yeah. And I actually like Ice Cube in like in the 21 Jump Street movies. Yeah. Like, I thought he was decent yeah. and pretty funny in those. I'm pretty sure. I think it's impossible for him to ever smile. That's true. <laughs> he looks like he's an account, like like you know, like when your mom said, "Don't scowl, your face will stay like that." Yeah. Like Ice Cube didn't listen to his mom. No, it did. It stuck. It stuck. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'll see. Maybe he's a uh, small doses of Ice Cube are good. You know who knows? I'll probably I'll probably rent it. Yeah, it looks like a rental. Looks like a rental. <laughs> uh, next one up, movie called Dog Eat Dog. Stars okay. Nick Cage Ooh. and Willem Dafoe. Oh my God! And there's why did I miss this? <laughs> it just dropped today. Oh fuck! Um, and they, I can't tell if it's gonna be like a comedy, but the they're bad guys. There's a third member of their. There's a trio, and there's a third member who I thought was Michael Chiklis, but it's not Michael Chiklis. <laughs> so somebody that they just threw in because of the budget? <laughs> yeah. We got Nicolas Cage, Willem Dafoe, and, ah, oh, fuck, we ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> Discount Michael Chiklis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but uh, it looks like they're con men and just straight around bad dudes, yep. and they're trying to kidnap a baby from oh God. <laughs> so it's raising Arizona all over again? It might yeah. <laughs> but raising Arizona too. <laughs> because uh it uh, it kind of shows like a them kind of doing some other stuff and they used to like rob, I don't know, money or whatever. And then guy some guy puts them on a job where it's like, "Well, you have to steal a baby and kidnap a baby or whatever." It's like, "Oh, jeez, kidnap a baby?" It's like, "What? He's one. He won't remember." I mean, if he was 4, maybe he would remember. I wouldn't kidnap a four-year-old <laughs> so they got standards <laughs> and so but the thing is i can't tell if it's supposed to be f- like the movie's supposed to be funny or if it's gonna be dark as fuck <laughs> i can't tell from the trailer i don't know i kind of like movies like that though where it like keeps you on your toes yeah the, i mean the trailer's funny in some parts but i think it's the way it's cut yeah because if you see it in the movie like sure it might be dark funny but yeah. it's not going to be as like haha funny like as the trailer makes it out to be, I yeah. can't tell yet, but I'm interested in it because William Defoe looks nuts, awesome, like just crazy. Oh, man, I gotta check this out. <laughs> yeah, dog eat dog. Check it out. Have you ever seen the movie Very Bad Things? No. Oh my god! Like when every time someone talks about like a dark comedy, that's like the first thing that comes to my mind. Because I remember when I went in when when I first started watching it, like they play everything up like it's comedy in the movie. But they do such, like, crazy fucked up things where, like, it almost disturbs me how much they try and play it up as comedy. Oh, God. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it's not, it's not even anything, like, it's not even anything, like, very, like, graphic. It's just the things that they do that are done up with such levity where I'm like, you're not human. <laughs> you're not human beings. Oh, man. But, yeah, it's like, I'm trying to remember who's in it. Actually, I think uh, John Favreau is like the main character in it. Oh yeah, it's like John Favreau, Daniel Stern, 
No, Cameron Diaz is in it. Daniel Stern. And, like, Christian Slater's in it. Like, it's really fucked up. Oh, man. Like, it starts out with, like, uh, uh, like, they go to this, they go out to, like, Vegas for, like, this guy's bachelor party, and they, one of the guys hires a prostitute, and then, like, she accidentally dies, and then from then on, like, and then, like, from then on, like, uh, like, they start getting paranoid of each other, and they still slowly start killing each other off. Oh, boy. But it's, like, played up like a comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, it's, it's it sounds up. like a laugh riot. It's fucked up. <laughs> but, yeah, check out. Very bad things, or and then the movie that Troy brought up, Doggy Dog. Doggy Dog. My last one, Troy. Netflix has been investing a shit ton of money into a series about Queen Elizabeth II called The Crown. Yes, I think it's like a hundred thirty. I think it's a hundred like fifty million dollars or something they put into this. Oh, Jesus, it's a lot of money. So they put out a trailer uh, this week, and it looks pretty interesting. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, the person who plays her husband, Matt Smith. Oh, oh, Doctor Who fame. Yeah, she pretty pumped. Some, pretty pumped for that. Time. Who plays the queen? I, I, she doesn't look familiar. Oh okay, but they. It's kind of like uh, they play up a lot, like how she was like so young, and uh, it was around the time of like World War Two, so like um, John Lithgow plays Winston Churchill in it. Nice. So, yeah, it looks really interesting. Nice. Like, I think I read somewhere where they're, they're trying to, um, they're trying to, like, play it up for more seasons, and every season's going to cover 10 years of her life. Dang. That's a, what was that, like, 80 seasons? <laughs> I don't think she's 800 years old. <laughs> Close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, it'll be interesting to watch. I'm not, I don't know a lot about Queen Elizabeth II, so it'd be kind of yeah. fun to check out. Yeah. I saw um, like Netflix hype about it, but I didn't watch anything of it. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't know if I'd be into it or not. But it sounds know. interesting. Netflix does some pretty good historical stuff. Like I always talk up Narcos, and yep. they do a really good job with Narcos, like trying to like make it seem really down to earth and uh-huh. like kind of accurate. So I'd be curious to see what they do with the Crown. Right, right. And they have that documentary called Marco Polo that's out. Yeah, I don't watch season that. Season one and two. I, I didn't watch to, that. Either. I tried to watch. <laughs> I think I tried watching the first season, and I just could not get into it. It was supposed to be the Game of Thrones killer, Marco Polo. Yeah. That's what they build it as. Was not. No. I did not watch any of it. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad, I didn't give it a chance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, JT, we did it. Well, that does it for all those. Which means, I think it's the top of the hour. Well, no. Uh Half past the hour. It's a half but you past. know what? It's going to have to do. It's going to have to do because we are on to the main event. We're talking about those fall TV premieres. Yes. And six of them to be exact. Right. We picked the top six. The right. sexy six, as I like to call them. <laughs> That's what you always say. Yep. The sexy six. So, uh, yep. We watched the pilot. We're just going to base this solely off the pilots. Okay. Because um, 
Well, I don't know. I might, I might go a little bit more into another. I did watch the second episode of one of them. So I might, I. I might kind of uh, elaborate more on it based off of that. But okay. Mainly, mainly based off the pilots that we saw of all these shows. So, uh, which one do you want to start with, Troy? Well, the first one I have on my list list is uh, Designated Survivor. Designated Survivor. Yes. Good old see Danger giving a C thumbs Danger up. See Danger giving a thumbs up so we know what she thinks of it. And Ooh. she mud. A little red herring. Oh. <laughs> thumbs up meant meh. <laughs> <laughs> really want to know. I hate to see what a thumbs down looks like. <laughs> Chelsea is Just a very. Spraying her bee cheeks and taking a dump on the floor. <laughs> well anyways Danny Survivor Kiefer Sutherland yep playing the what is it the secretary of housing yeah housing and development or something like that yeah and uh he's he's basically selected to be the designated survivor during the state of the union right which is like a guy they put in an undisclosed location just in case like Congress were to be attacked during it, right? And at this point, Congress is attacked. That's right. Hard, real bad, real hard, <laughs> real bad, real hard, real bad, real hard, to the point where Kiefer Sutherland has to be the president, and then hilarity ensues. Right. <laughs> well, the trailer for the show made it look a lot like Twenty Four. Did you think that? Yeah, I thought so. And it doesn't play off like 24 at all. No. In fact, like, they play him off as kind of a dweeb. Yeah. I mean, he is the cabinet member of Secretary of... I almost said Homeland Security, and that would not be right. No, that might be more qualified. (laughs) Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, But, yeah, he's just got this weird one-off, like, cabinet job, and... Like, everybody is, like, shitting on him pretty much throughout, like, the entire pilot. Yeah. Just, like, driving at home that he sucks. Yeah. But, you know, when you become president, if that so would happen, you suck. (laughs) (laughs) And you would suck as president. Yeah. And so, like, uh, shit goes down, obviously. Him and his wifey poo sitting in the undisclosed location. And they're watching the State of the Union. Kablamo. <laughs> Kablam! <laughs> the Nickelodeon show, it just explodes. Um, and, uh, you know what? I thought this was going to be pretty dumb, but I didn't hate this pilot completely. Yeah. Compared to, like, some of the other stuff that we saw, this was definitely more on the, on the, on the, more on the more upper scale. Yeah. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I liked it. Like I don't know if I'm gonna continue with it, but um I'm not gonna continue with yeah. it. <laughs> it's like I I don't know. A part of me wants to try and see what where they go from here because I think like this would be a really cool idea. Like to actually take this scenario and actually play it out like Try and like make it seem realistic. Like, yeah, how would they tr- how would they try and drum up public like public support behind mm-hmm. this person? Like, what would they do to try and seem powerful or try and stay strong amongst other countries? Like, uh-huh. actually make it kind of like realistic, like an actual like hypothetical like play out the scenario. Yeah, 
but it kind of looks more like it's just going to be a who done it thriller. Yeah. With yeah. with just like with like this storyline of like this general wanting to start this coup. Yeah. <laughs> a who done it political thriller. Yeah. And unless and like I, even that that wouldn't be bad, but like watching this trailer or like watching this pilot, like I didn't go out I didn't like leave it being like I really like that person. Yeah, there I was never n- had... nobody ever never no one really, really stuck out and nobody really was like had like a real personality to them. They were all just kind of like monotone, like morose, like oh, we're doing this job. Yeah, <laughs> like it is. It's beat over the head how much. And here's another thing I didn't really like about it either. Like the, it's beat over the head like how much he sucks, right? Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. Yeah. Like he even cooks like shit. Like his kids <laughs> don't even want to eat his cooking. Yeah. And then. Like, everyone's dogging on him, and there's something that's happening in, like, the Iran Sea or something going on in some channel. Yeah. Where, like, Iran has, like, a bunch of gunboats blockading, like, oil from being transported or whatever. And so, instead of taking military action, which he's advised to do, he says he wants to speak to the ambassador and talks him down like a badass. Yeah. Like, gets in the room and totally is like, well... I'm going to be a total badass now and like totally changes it up in one second. Yeah. And I'm like, no, <laughs> like, well, I, no, I, I, like I, I didn't hate that scene. I think that's probably my favorite part of the whole thing was, is because like he, they don't really show like what he can do, what he could do as president. It's just kind of him being drug along and being told that he's shitty. We don't really see him in action until that point. Yeah. Which, which that, that made me, like, I want to see more of that stuff. Like, what he would do, like, what someone in his situation would do to try and maintain, like, the like the U.S.'s, like, power over the world at this point. Where, like, yeah. when they when they look at, the, like, they're at their weakest, like, what he, like, what he would do to avoid war, but also look, look strong at the same time. Yeah. And I, I did like the scene, but I just felt like it was... And I I knew at one point they were going to do it. Like, he's just going to turn and be, like, this complete badass that's yeah. going to be the president. But I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I didn't buy it. Yeah. I didn't buy it. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm probably – I don't think I hate this just from the sheer fact that I watched Scandal. And <laughs> this looks like a fucking, like – this looks, like, so down in reality as opposed to Scandal. Scandal looks like fucking – five-year-olds are running the country <laughs> i don't know why i watched scandal for so long it's awful <laughs> i don't know why you watched it at all it's awful <laughs> it's the worst like the country's falling apart more on scandal than it is on this and the con- fucking congress blew up in this yeah and like scandal like a fuck someone fucking looks at the president like in a seductive way and it's like oh my god we have to go to war <laughs> i would say though that um this show has pretty good production value. Yeah. Like it looks it looks like a I mean they I know they throw a lot of money at pilots to make them like a everyone catches their eye and want to yeah. keep going, but it looked pretty good. Keith or Sutherland is pretty good. I like him. Yeah. He's good. I just I I don't know for I know it he's it's not 24. Yeah. But I was just waiting for him to be 24. <laughs> <laughs> and like I like Keith or Sutherland, but I don't know 
I don't. Sometimes I don't think he's that great of an actor. Sometimes because it's like I, I could tell by like this pilot they wanted to be like we want this guy to seem like nerdy and like not not look like a very strong person. So yeah. it's like he has to like fight back from all this public opinion of how look a weak he looks. Like their way of making him look weak is like horn rim glasses and like a fucking shitty sweater. Right. Yeah. And it's like, see, look, look at how Ill- ill-equipped he is. <laughs> and it's like he doesn't really doesn't really have like any like like uh, physical like features outside of that where like he doesn't like look like he's stumbling or like he doesn't like like talk very nerdy. He's just he's Kate for Sutherland. Yeah. He's just wearing horn rim glasses. Right. <laughs> right. Yep. So, um, would you suggest people to check out the pilot of this? No. No. <laughs> it's it's very. It's very oatmeal in terms of... Yeah, like, it is pretty oatmeal. I would... It's just plain. How do you want to judge these things? Do you want to do, like, will continue, won't continue? I'll, like... I don't know. For me, I'd, I, I like, say it as, like, as like forget it all together, give it one more episode, or, like, a, a fish, I will definitely continue. Okay, that sounds good. That sounds good. Because, like, with this, I almost want to give one more episode just to see if they try and, like dive more into like the social issues of like what it would be like to like actually try and like rebuild the government because the re- yeah. government's fucking gone yeah. yeah yeah it's just this dude yeah so like it would be almost interesting to see if they go more into that but beyond that i yeah i don't really care too much more about it i would say give it one more episode uh there were parts of this that i did enjoy and i thought i was gonna hate it completely yeah so maybe going into that it was better than my expectations yeah but i think i would give it one more episode okay even though i don't know if i will i would be curious to see what goes on yeah but you know what <laughs> i just remembered you know the one of his secret service guys that is always sitting in the front seat yeah delivered every single line the exact same way <laughs> where he would slowly turn look back you're the president of the United States <laughs> or turned around and he said something else to the kid too. And it's like, your dad's the president of the United <laughs> States. <laughs> Every single line he delivered was exactly the same. And by the third time he did it, I was, I was laughing. I, or no, I, it was like, <laughs> I remember that line. Cause yeah. Cause like they're going back and it's like, like, <laughs> Like they were like, you went past our house, and it's like, no, I'm taking you to your house or some <laughs> shit like that. I'm taking you home. Yeah, <laughs> or some bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god, but yeah, I do remember that. That guy's so fucking idiotic. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, babe. But yeah, designated survivor. Very. You have a skip. Man, I have. Try one more app. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Why don't you pick the next one? Okay. Well, the next one that I watched after that was uh, The Exorcist. Okay. I watched Fox. that one this morning. And this morning. Oh, yeah. You can't Still... watch it in front of Sea Danger. Not a big fan of the horror stuff. Still fresh. Still fresh. <laughs> yes. But, uh, yep, yeah, I saw The Exorcist. And uh, I think I read somewhere that this one, like, uh, it is based off the movie, but I think there was, like, a book based on the exorcist i guess and Maybe. i think i, I read this one's supposed it. to be closer to like how the book is portrays it mm. as opposed to the movie right but on. uh anyways it's uh kind of like uh 
it follows like two different priests, like one who just like is in like a regular like uh church and another one who's like the like the badass rebel priest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like out in some fucking Middle Eastern country and they're just like like well, the the Middle Eastern is Mexico City. Oh, Me- oh shit, okay, it goes to Mexico. <laughs> like yeah, I was in Mexico. It, it was in Italy. Uh <laughs> France? Yeah, it was in France. <laughs> but no, like he was in yeah, so he was like in Mexico and oh, like shit. uh he gets like that that whole fucking scene where it's like the Vatican's gonna take away your priesthood if yeah. you don't go back. He's like, I can't go back. This kid's depending on me. <laughs> yeah. Like that whole fucking scene. I was like laughing the whole time. But uh Yeah, it's like basically they follow those two and it's uh basically centered around this family who like the 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 breadwinner of the house is Gina Davis because yep. her uh, her husband has some kind of dementia. Yep. And like her uh, her other daughter is kind of distraught because I guess she killed somebody in a car accident. Yep. And so or, it's like her and then I don't like know if she killed, but her friend died in the car with her. I think. Yeah. She was in a car with her friend that died. Okay. I think that's what it was. Yeah. So she's kind of distraught. So it's like, it's. And then there's like another daughter who's kind of like the like the perfect one of like yeah. the family. Normal so it's one. yeah. So it's this family and then Gina Davis is uh is thinks that her distraught daughter is being possessed and she can like hear voices in the house and stuff. So she goes to the priest of her church who is this uh, who is this one guy, this hunky Latin priest. Yeah, the hunky Latin, yeah. <laughs> the one that this fucking Fucking god beefcake over here. <laughs> yeah. Just they yeah. uh fucking just peck the fucking uh the fucking Pope just like picked him out of a GQ magazine and was like, Let's get this guy. Yeah. Get this guy on God's side. Yeah. <laughs> we really need this guy yeah. The Lord wants some hot men. <laughs> we really need a better image. <laughs> yeah. We need more women to show up. <laughs> yeah. It's a total sausage fest in here. Yeah, like during one of his services, like there's just like a bishop in the back, like take your shirt off, <laughs> take your fucking shirt off. <laughs> it's God's house. Take your shirt off, dude. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got packing. But no, yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's pretty much the basis of the plot. There's a twist at the end. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's kind of the basis of like the plot of like the of the um, of the pilot. He gets like these like weird visions of uh, Mexico City rebel priest like performing an exorcism on the on the kid down there. So like that's how that was he pretty intense stuff too. Yeah, yeah, and um, that's what what gets him to uh, find him and uh, get him on his side to uh, help his family. And uh, yeah, all in all, I think out of all the shows, this one's probably my favorite that I watched. This one's definitely the most fresh. Um, but I don't know if it's my favorite one. Like, I'm not so into horror so much. Yeah. But this, I, there were parts of this that were really, I thought were pretty tense. Yeah. Like when he was up in the attic. That yeah. part was pretty creepy. I like that. Um, and I like that the badass priest doing the exorcism stuff. That was stuff was pretty gross, too. I was yeah. like shocked that i mean it wasn't super gratuitous but like Mm -hmm. when the kid is like 
getting possessed and his eyes rolling back and another eyes popping into place. Yeah. And like he's spitting his teeth out and stuff like that. Yeah. I was like, oh shit. Yeah, there's some pretty fucked up imagery in this. Like uh-huh. even like like the thing that I like the most about this show is like even when it gets to like scenes where it like feels like it's starting to drag and you're like, ah, nothing's really happening. They're just like throw something at you or you're like, fuck! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's that whole scene where like it's just like the where it's just like uh, Gina Davis and this and uh, hunky priest are just like talking, right. and it's like and then she's just like casually talking about, wait, just stop by my house and just see what's up. I guess I can stop by, and then I don't know where a fucking crow just like flies through the window <laughs> oh, and like that. slits its throat on the fuck, and so it's like and it's like fucking blood spewing everywhere, and it's like dying, and you're like Jesus Christ, <laughs> save us. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally forgot about that. But it 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 definitely has like a creep factor and everything. This this one's pretty good. Like Yeah. Like I, for being based on a movie, they could easily just like lean back on like, oh yeah, we'll just just kind of like fucking try and play up nostalgia and like throw in stuff like here. But it feels like they're actually trying to like set a mood and a tone right. throughout that like I don't know, I'm I'm, in, I'm really interested to like check it out. Yeah. And hopefully this only goes like maybe thirteen episodes or so. Yeah. Like if it went like any, I think all of these probably would only go thirteen, except for maybe Son of Zorn. I don't know. Net, net for I think network uh, network shows usually go longer. Like they kind of they adopt more of a elongated schedule. Yeah, but I did thought if they were like dramas and they went like an hour, they could like forego that and only do half the length. I don't know. Lost always had like 22 episodes a season. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. We'll see. Um, the Exorcist, though, it it definitely was one of my favorite ones that we watched for the yeah. pilot test. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I would, uh, even though, I don't know. The twist at the end of this episode gives me hope that like I can be surprised if I watch more. Yeah. But knowing the twist... I can kind of see where it's gonna go for the rest of the season. I, but I, I kind of like the twist in this because it kind of gives you, trying not to give it away. It gives you more of a, it gives like a different pers- or a different version of possession altogether. Yeah, like we always see like the, the like, in the bed, like very sickly looking, like like yelling the- swear words and all that shit. Yeah, like in this one, it, like it actually seems like a threat, not just to the person who's possessed, but to everyone around, around that person, because you have no idea like what's going on. Like, like it almost feels like literally like either one of us could be possessed and we wouldn't know. Right. And they kind of foreshadowed that a little bit when he, um, hunky priest meets, uh, that blind guy on the swing. Yeah. Cause, um, once he, he takes off his glasses, his eye starts rolling around too. Like, uh, the, the kids did that was possessed. Yeah. So it looks like, I mean, I didn't think he was. I thought he was blind. And then, obviously, there's something more going on with this dude. Shit. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. I would definitely, I would probably watch one, even though I don't know how I could. I have to watch it before <laughs> work or like... something. But I would I would probably do one more episode of this to see where it goes, and then yeah. I would make my decision from there. There you go. Yeah, I'll probably definitely continue with it. I know I watched it with my girlfriend, and she was really into it too. So, might be have to be one of those couple things. I guess. <laughs> but 
but <laughs> no, it's yeah. I'm definitely gonna I'm definitely gonna continue with this one. Good deal. Most deaf. Good deal. Um, the next one I want to talk about is the one that I didn't catch all of. Okay. And it's the good place. The good place. Okay. Yeah. I caught the last 15, 20 minutes of it. All right. And I didn't want to rewatch it because Chelsea was with me when I watched almost all of these except for Exorcist. Yeah. So I didn't want to have to have her watch it again. Yeah. Um, so what did you think of overall the whole episode of The Good all, Place? Uh, all together with The Good Place? You know, I... Like, going into it, I didn't really know what it was about. All I saw was, like, those, like, posters of, like, Ted Danson and uh, and uh, Kristen Bell, like, on a couch. And I was just like, this is going to be one of those, like, dumb fucking shows where it's, like, she's, like, the conservative, like, mother of, like, two. And she's... And he's, like, her crazy dad who, like, shows up. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, no, you're turning my life upside down dad <laughs> like i thought it was gonna be one of those where i was like god damn it i don't want to fucking watch this yeah but then like i read it more into it and it had like a like this interesting premise of like how she's dead and she's in this place so i decided to check it out and like i think out of all the shows this is like one of the more inventive ones it is yeah like i like it like i like it a lot just based on like how they'll take they just uh they even like take like the whole idea of uh, what's good and what's bad, and they almost kind of like make you question that altogether too. Mm. Where like you get to know these people that are supposed to be the best of the human race, and they almost kind of seem like douchebags. Mm. And I like I like that aspect of it, like uh, especially like like the her next door neighbor who's who's who uh, is assigned her soulmate is a is a a Buddhist monk who took a vow of silence. <laughs> And he decided to like adopt it in the afterlife too, so she's always trying to find ways to trick him into talking, so she can have a conversation with him. And it's so fucking good. Like there's like a time where like one of the angels is, like depressed, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is a perfect opportunity for you to give him your words of wisdom." And then he's like puts his hand on his back, and he's like, "Oh my god, thank you for being there for me." And then she's just like, she's just like, "Damn it!" Like she's always trying to find ways for him to like. Trying to get ways for him to, like, talk. But, like, yeah, I like that. And, like, uh, um, yeah, I don't know how, how much you caught of it. But, like, it's basically, like, she, like, uh, the good place is pretty much, like, the best of the best of humanities there. Like, every year they make a new neighbor neighborhood and only 350 people like, inhabit the neighborhood. Okay. So only, like, the best 350 people of the world that died that year can go to the good place. Everyone else is in hell. Oh shit. So like Kristen Stewart or Kristen Bell goes there and, uh, this new neighborhood is ran by a very new, like they don't say angel. That's all kind of like whatever, but like, he's like pretty much this new guy who gets his very first neighborhood called Michael, but he's really bad at his job. Like he's like he's just kind of like new and like fumbling around with stuff. And that's Ted Danson. Right? Ted, Dan yeah, played yeah. by Ted Danson, and uh, he, and uh, you find out that Kristen Bell is not who he thinks she is. Like she was actually an awful, awful person on Earth, uh -huh. and she's trying to she's trying to like play off this facade as like this actual person who like went to like 
Africa and like helped kids and shit. So like she's always doing bad things, but it's like in the good place. Nobody does bad things, so when she does something bad, it reflects on the entire neighborhood. So like she went to this party like in like the first episode she goes to this party and she's like she's insulting people and stealing shit and like getting people's names wrong and then the next day they wake up and all this stuff is like reflected on it. Like she calls someone a giraffe and now there's like a bunch of giraffes walking around <laughs> and she got her soulmate's name wrong. Like her, his name was like Ariande and she he call him, she called him Ariana Grande. <laughs> so then like she wakes up and like <laughs> she call like she wakes up and like, uh, like Ariana Grande music is blasting <laughs> everywhere. Like everything that every bad thing that she does reflects on the entire neighborhood. So then everyone knows when something bad happens and her her soulmate's like some kind of ethics professor, so she's using him to try and like teach her how to be good. Okay. And that's kind of like the basis. That's kind of like what they establish in the pilot. Okay. Where I came in was like she was trying to get a, like get rid of some garbage. Yeah. And then I saw like a flashback to her at a bar and then it kind of ended with that with the silent guy giving like the guy like a pat on the back. And he's like, "Oh, I Thank you. That's that's what I needed, man. Just somebody to listen or, or whatever yeah. it was. Um, but that's pretty much all I saw of it. I, yeah. What I, it's super creative. Yeah. And, and I it's was, done by the same guy that did The Office, I think. I think I heard that too. Yeah. I, I just don't know if this... Because I like Kristen Bell and I really like Ted Danson. But I don't know if this... I think this is going to be one of the shows where it can't find its audience. Yeah, I can see that. It's going to be just too out there for people who still watch TV. True. And it it just won't get the ratings I think it's going to yeah. need. I'm definitely going to stick with it, though, because it, it definitely caught me. Like, it's really interesting. And, like, just the way they play up, like, this play, like, this good place and how, like, the more she talks to people, the more I'm just like, I these people are kind of douchebags. Like they like they live these good lives, sure, and they did all this good stuff. But now that they're up there, they're kind of like more. They're like kind of pompous about it. Oh, okay. And it's really interesting to kind of like it. Kind of like makes you like examine like what is a good person in terms of like is is like this system that they've established is it like super flawed? Like yeah, it's really interesting to like it like makes you ask those questions for yourself. Right on, right on, man. Uh, I think. Uh, this is one that Chelsea's going to watch its entire run of. Yeah. So I'm even if I said I'll never watch this again, I'm going to end up seeing the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm definitely going to I'm going to stick with it. So I'm, I'm I'm on board for it. But it from what I saw of it, it is inventive enough and I really like Ted Danson. Yeah, so, Ted Danson. I love Ted Danson in this. Yeah, me too. He's hilarious. <laughs> he's like hilarious. Like he just plays like this naive, he's almost childlike, yeah. but he's like so naive and like like Oh boy, that sounds swell. Oh man. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I I think I might stick this one out. Yeah, it, it looks it looks fun. Um. So yeah, good place. Right on. Next up. Well, might as well get this out of the way. We watched the wonderful smash hit Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh, did we? <laughs> yes, we did. And uh, there's not really much to say about it. They try. They do follow the premise of a of a uh, officer who uh, is named Martin Riggs yep whose wife dies and after that he kind of gets these suicidal tendencies and then he's placed 
he's partnered up with a, an older detective by the name of Murtaugh. Yep. Who was played by Damon Wayans in this. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, then they solve crimes together. Yep. Like, like friends. Just like Lethal Weapon. Yeah. I will say, I do like the guy that plays Riggs in this. Me too. I did. I thought that he played like he he definitely portrayed like the like the nuances. He wasn't like a perfect Riggs. Like no one can ever replace Mel Gibson as Riggs. No, but he definitely plays up like those really like those uh, suicidal tendencies that Riggs had in Lethal Weapon, and almost kind of like in a better way where it's like he just he doesn't want to commit suicide, but he will put himself in in like situations where he could pretty much very well die yeah because he doesn't want to live anymore but then he has that thing at the end where he's like well if i kill myself like my wife will definitely think less of me right kind of thing and i like that so i definitely like the guy that plays Riggs. outside of that <laughs> this show is fucking stupid <laughs> this show is bonkers it's so fucking dumb <laughs> And I I do not like Damon Wayans as Murtaugh. Yeah. He like, has like moments where I'm like, okay, there's the sassy there's a sassy, like old black detective. But uh, there's some there's scenes in here where like he's like where like uh the guy who plays Riggs will come in and he'll do like some funny Riggs shit. Like uh-huh. and then it's like Damon Wayans is like, I wanna be fully too and then like he'll do shit and, like that's not Murtaugh. Murtaugh's the old straight detective right. who's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> but no, Damon Wayans is like, no, I'm 42. I'm Damon Wayans. Like, no, you're not. You're Murtaugh. Be Murtaugh. <laughs> and <laughs> seeing just previews for the next few episodes makes me hate him even more. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, he cannot be like Danny Glover nails it like he's perfect. funny playing it straight fucking perfect and yeah. like he has some comedic but most of the time he's just like why the fuck am i in this shit yeah like i'm too <laughs> like they joke they do the joke line like i'm too old for this yeah whatever and they cut him off or whatever but like the whole joke of the tire pilot is him trying to get a blowjob from his wife yeah and it's like oh, <laughs> god <laughs> my god like the action is pretty intense in this in in the pilot yeah it, it's directed by mcg yeah who did terminator salvation yeah <laughs> so it like the actions the action's decent in this like but it's it is very two-toned yeah. in the fact that like you do have rig stuff that's like actually emotional and sad yeah. Like, when he loses his wife, an unborn kid, it is, it's sad. Yeah. Like, you see him crying. It's not, like, it's a drama element to the show. Yeah. And then it goes, right before that, it's, like, comically cartoonish to where Riggs has a high-powered sniper rifle in the back of his truck to hit like the tire out of this van or whatever at like 800 yards yeah. and he's like yahoo and like a cowboy the whole well, time yeah. well they do this whole thing where it's like they've been chasing this car for fucking ever yeah and then he gets a call from his wife 
saying that she's about to deliver their so, deliver their kid, and he's like, oh, okay. So he pulls over, pulls out this rifle, and shoots out the tire of this car. To which I'm like, why didn't you do that in the fucking first place? <laughs> yeah, this car flips like I don't know how many times. Yeah. And then, so he, like, zips off back to the hospital yeah. while the rest of the p- police patrols come in to scoop up the guys out of the van, probably with a sh- freaking shovel, because yeah. they have to be yeah. turned into salsa in Oh, there. no. I want to talk about the dumbest scene I've ever seen in television history, which is the fucking bank robbery scene, <laughs> where, like, he just shows up, so, like, he walks into the bank, like, carrying these fucking pizzas, to which... Why wouldn't the guys just shoot him at that point? I don't know. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he does that, whatever. Subdues all of the fucking, all the guys. And then looks over and sees there's a bomb with 30 seconds left. And just goes, huh. And walks out. (laughs) Casually walks out. And then walks up to Murtaugh and says, hi, I'm your new partner. The bank explodes. (laughs) Lethal weapon shows up. You just got lethal weapon. Yeah. He destroyed an entire bank and didn't warn. A bank exploded and he did not warn any. He didn't go on and say, guys, get back. There's a bomb. (laughs) I know. He just walked down like, hey, Marta, I'm your new partner. And like, he fucking, he was like thrown by the explosion. <laughs> yeah. He could have died. Right. Everybody Everyone could have died. <laughs> but it made for a cool scene. So fuck him. What I thought he was going to do is take the bomb and throw it in the safe or something like that. Yeah, but he just nope. looked over at it. <laughs> like he knew it existed. Like if he didn't know it existed, sure. <laughs> yeah. But he knew it existed. <laughs> And, like, there's, like, I don't even know, like, two or three times in the pilot alone where Riggs is surrounded by guns. And he always ends up taking somebody's head, like, shooting (laughs) everybody. That happened, like, two or three times. And everyone's just flabbergasted by the fact that he has a gun where it's like, oh, oh, and they just die. (laughs) It's like, God. And yeah. also, okay, this also <laughs> this also tackles another fucking trope that I hate in shows and movies where it's like the fucking, like, watching the, wa- like, looking at a watch constantly uh-huh. because uh, Murtaugh has a pacemaker, yeah. so he has to wear this watch that gives his fucking heart rate at all times, right. which, why the fuck would they keep him on the force as a detective <laughs> yeah. and not give him a fucking desk job? I yeah. don't know. Yeah. But they do that shit all the fucking time where he's in a fucking car chase and looks down at his watch. And Damon Wayans is such a fucking dog shit actor that, like, he never looks, like, worried. He just makes these dumb faces. Like, there's legit there's legit one time where he looks down and he's like, his lips are super pursed. Like, like, he looks like a fish trying to take a shit. <laughs> he looks so dumb. Yep. And I'm like, God damn it. Like, why would you put... This fucking police chief is awful. How you would put a fucking PTSD dude that just lost his wife together with a fucking guy who has a pacemaker who could die at any minute because he's being put in these fucking stressful situations. Yeah. It's the dumbest fucking thing I ever saw. It's not better (laughs) than the movie. 
No, it's not. Not at all. <laughs> I love Lethal Weapon. Me I too. I <laughs> watch the shit out of Lethal Weapon yeah. all the time. This is dumb. The dumbest shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and it makes me sad because the fucking guy that plays Riggs is so good. He's super charming. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, uh, <laughs> this one's not so good. Not yeah. so good. I'm not getting, I'm not going to stick with it. I, more, I, I hope the guy that plays Riggs gets more work in the future, but it's just, everything else is like the worst of the worst dog shit. Yeah, it's bad. Don't watch Lethal Weapon. No. <laughs> I'm not. The only reason I would ever see more of this is if somebody has it on. Or to make, yeah, just to make fun of it. Cause there's, I wouldn't even go to the point of that. Like, I wouldn't even throw it on just to be like, let's take wise cracks at this. <laughs> so, I, I don't this know. Is so much dumb shit. Like, I don't even think the person who made this knows how people work. <laughs> <laughs> That's McGee. <laughs> the guy. Fucking his name is McGee. What an idiot. Fucking asshole. All right. Skipping Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Hard skip. Got a hard skip. Um, Next one I want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, we brought it up on the show, I think, maybe a week or so ago. Yeah. Son of Zorn. Yes. A mashup of uh, live action and Hanna-Barbera-like animation. Yes. And for my opinion, yeah, works very well. It's a very odd concept. Yeah. And I don't know maybe if it'll last more than a season. Yeah. Because it is for like a bit of a niche crowd, mm -hmm. but I really enjoy this show. And two episodes of it are out right now. Yeah. And I've seen both of them. I think I enjoyed the pilot more than the second episode. Yeah. But um, I, I really enjoy Son of Zorn. Yeah, I like Son of Zorn too. Like, I feel like I like Son of Zorn, but like... um. I feel like they could go crazier with it. Like, I feel like they tone themselves down a little too much. Oh, yeah? How do you mean? Like, okay, they, like, uh, with, like, Last Man on Earth, because uh, this is uh, Phil Lloyd and Chris Miller again. Yep. And with Last Man on Earth, like, I feel like they went balls out, like, right away. Like, they, they took every aspect of, like, the apocalypse and they just, like, threw it in that, in those first couple episodes to, like, really get, like, really hit home that this is... This is like the end of the world. These are like the, the last remaining people, mm -hmm. and they did all this like this. Just it was just so dumb, but it was like so like it was like stuff that you would do, like fucking put together a bunch of fucking fish aquariums and play fucking <laughs> bowling with it and shit. Like they yeah. went all out. Whereas with this, like it's like yeah, it's like that He Man thing of like where Zorn is kind of like the is kind of like He Man, and he's coming from the this. Uh, Island that's very like he manish with like all these like <laughs> yeah. fucking different mythical people and creatures yeah, and mythical monsters creatures and shit, and like they do have aspects of that in there, but it's like very, it just after that it just kind of turns into like, uh, like a a never been like a like a show about a dad that's that's not there for his kid. Yeah, and they do throw in things that are very like he manish and very like uh like old cartoonish of, of that old cartoon, but it's. They they st they stick more to that trope instead of like actually like throwing in more He Man stuff. Sure, and like uh, 
it feels like it gets to a point where it's like they don't know when they don't know what to do. They just make him a dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they don't, they're just like, oh, I don't know what kind of He-Man thing we can throw in here. Let's just make him an asshole. Like, okay. Which I, I do like sometimes because yeah. he's living essentially, well, he's not living with, but he spends a lot of time with his ex-wife who is now with Tim Meadows. Yeah. Who's a, like. A, a bit of a pacifist. <laughs> yeah, he is, and Zorn is not. No, and so I like it when he's a dick to Tim Meadows for no reason. Yeah, because he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, and it's just, I, I, it's, I, I really enjoy that part. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, I, like, I don't, I don't hate the show. It's just, I feel like, uh, like they could go even crazier with it. And but like, I don't um, want him to go like so crazy. Because yeah. I do like the absurdity of, like, these real-life people, and every once in a while, like, they meet up with some weird thing he yeah. brought from, I don't even know, Eternia or whatever it is. Yeah. It's not Eternia, because I think that's where friggin' <laughs> He-Man's from. Yeah. But, yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, it. yeah, I can see that. But, like, um, yeah, I like, I like it. I'm definitely going to stick with it, but, Me like, too. uh... I don't know. It just kind of feels like it's kind of missing something. I don't know what it is. I can see that. Maybe it hasn't hit its stride yet. Yeah. Like, I, I, like, I definitely want to see it. Like, like maybe if it find, it just needs to find its footing. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, even with, like, Last Man on Earth, like, uh, um, uh, fucking uh, Tandy in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, even he's a dick, but he, he still has that. He can still lean back on... Uh, like the chick that plays his wife, Kristen right. Shaw. Yeah. She he can kinda lean back on her as like she sees something in him that no one else does. And then you can kind of give her the benefit of the doubt because like she's so sweet. Yeah. And then that kind of like redeems him. Whereas like I think everybody fucking hates Zorn <laughs> in the much. show. Like he never it doesn't really never seems to really have any redeeming qualities. But like I can see them like kind of like flushing that out as the season goes on. Yeah. And because in the second episode they're it's <laughs> Not really redeeming. Like, he is trying to help his son out with stuff to try to get to know his son a little bit more. Yeah. I mean, he's doing it in, like, a creep, creepy, pervy way. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, I mean, he's coming. He really does want his son to like him. And I can feel like that's going to, I mean, that's going to be the whole first season, I'm assuming. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I feel like it, it will grow, and I it will get really good. But it'll be really good, I think, a little too late. Yeah. That's my feelings on the show. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And then people be like, oh, did you ever see this uh, show? It got canceled, but it's called Son of Zorn. I'm like, yeah, I fucking watched it. I told you to fucking watch it. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you fucking watch it, <laughs> bitch? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll get it'll be picked up and it'll be like an adult swim 15-minute thing. There you go. I can see that. Yeah, that's, this that's definitely feels what like, it should have been. I know it feels like it, like it, sh- like it was like a it should be like an Adult Swim short or something. But I don't know. Maybe yeah. Maybe they'll find like their footing after like a little bit. Like actually like play up the chemistry. Or, I don't know. Right. But I'm sticking with it, JT, hey, all I'm, the way through. I'm right there with you. Good. Right there with you. Good. So that leads us to I think it's our last. This is the last, the last one episode. That we watched. This is us. <laughs> yes. My God, was the emotion setting 
set to 11. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, I put out a tweet. God. I put out a tweet earlier in the week where I said, this is us as an amalgamation of a bunch of Danny Tanner ending monologues. <laughs> well, like anytime the back to back to yeah, back. Like to anytime back. the daughter, like anytime the daughters did something like that, they were not proud of, like he would sit them down on their bed and like give them like a fucking speech. Yeah. Like this was like every scene was that. <laughs> yeah. Every single one. And it's like, ah, man, this feels like the most disingenuous shit. <laughs> you know, and like this, uh, not to like jump ahead, but the, I should have seen the ending of this coming before it happened. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't, but we were watching it, both me and C. Danger, Sea Danger welling up the whole time. Of course. <laughs> That's what Love the show is. That's what the show was made to do. It is. Um, <laughs> it's. I can just say it's not for me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it is not for me. Um. There. Oh my! I don't even know what to really say about it. It's. <laughs> it's overly saturated with just. Sad, dramatic moments. I feel like this show is the quintessential throwing shit against a wall and seeing what sticks. Because it's <laughs> everything. And it's like, it's so much shit where like when you leave it, there's going to be at least one thing in there where it's like, oh my god, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. yeah. And then it's like, no, you can't because they're just fucking throwing shit at you and making it sad. <laughs> yeah. But I'm sad sometimes. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, God damn it. And then it's like, like they got to the end. They're like, oh, fuck, nothing happened. Let's make this twist. <laughs> yeah. Because nothing happens in this show. Nothing happens. No. I mean, the, the only thing that really happens is you find out how everybody's connected in the show. Yeah. Because it seems like it's just three separate storylines until you get yeah to the end and you realize, oh, well. It's kind of all wrapped up like this. Wow. Okay. But then they like play it up where it's like, I feel like a good twist is something where it's like it happens and you're like, oh shit, this changes the entire dynamic of the story. This twist happens and I'm like, oh, who fucking cares? They're there. That's this. Yeah. (laughs) This is us. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, oh, so it was that. Okay. Well, it doesn't really change what happened in the show. No, it doesn't. (laughs) And I don't even, it wouldn't even change anything going forward either. You just, you just find out how everybody kind of is connected to each other. Yeah. It doesn't. I it's mean, like the equivalent of like being like, like watching this one person and they're like super boring and you're like, whatever. And then the end it's like, well, actually there was a filter on the camera. He's actually a green person. <laughs> like, okay. Well, he's still a fucking boring ass person. <laughs> I, but when the twist happened, I'm like, how did I not see that coming? Yeah, and then, like, the very beginning, it scrolls past like moving boxes with like dates and stuff on them. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, duh, I should have seen it right there. <laughs> but I don't know. I didn't. I didn't hate the twist of how everyone's connected. It. I was like, yeah, okay. Like, I, I didn't I hate it, but it was it just like I feel like it was. It was just like thrown in there as like now people will see this and be like, oh my god. I got to tune in next week because this totally threw me off guard where it's like, no, they just, 
it was a fucking thing that they thought of where it would like it got your attention. I don't know. I just yeah, it wasn't for me. It is, and it felt so. I don't know. Even the emotion, it just didn't really feel that genuine. It was just like it was like every fucking sitcom monologue ever just put together in one show. Yeah, it's it's set out to make you cry. Like, yeah, that's what it was meant to do, and it's gonna like melodrama, melodrama. Like yeah. it at one point it was almost even getting to me where. Uh, what's his name? Petrelli, <laughs> the guy from Heroes. Yeah, Peter, Peter Petrelli. Petrelli is like getting talked to by that doctor. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, don't break, you bitch. <laughs> I'm like, stay strong, stay strong. Because <laughs> like the whole time, it's just like sad moment, sad moment, sad moment, sad moment, and sad, and it's like gets to this where it's like really sad, and you're like. I've just been bludgeoned by an hour of sad things, and I can't. I don't know if I can take it anymore. Like, this thing does sad so much, I don't even know if it knows how to be funny. Because they do that whole scene with, like, the the one uh, fat chick who goes to, like, this... um, uh, Overeaters Anonymous. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, something like that. And then... uh, this guy who's supposed to be, I guess he's supposed to be charming because she falls for him. Yeah. And, like, his his way of being like, oh, my gosh, he's so funny, was, like, him laughing because someone brought up Staples. He's like, oh, I'm just picturing Staples. Yeah, I didn't find that funny at all. <laughs> like, like, are you, like, slow? <laughs> like, <laughs> I... Out of everybody, though, the fat guy is probably the most levity out of the show. But even then, like, he maybe just, it's just contrast to everything else that's he happening. He struck me like a real asshole. Yeah. Like, he, but that's it, okay. There like, was that, and then the whole date, he's just trying to, like, fuck her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, why would you get involved with this dude? He it's seems like a total kind scumbag. Of He's a he's a scumbag. He is a scumbag. I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he is a scumbag. Like if you go on a date with that guy, you're gonna be like, stay away from me. I'm calling the cops. There was if, never once. There was never one time during their date where I was like, yes, this guy's perfect for you. You know what? If it was, if that same okay, if the guy who played the Manny wasn't the brother of this of the the bigger girl yeah and was like the date and he said those things that the fat guy said yeah he'd be known as like the dickish guy like the dickish hot guy yeah but since the fat guy said it it's like his fat padded the blows of everything (laughs) that he said And, like, made it somewhat more jovial. So, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck you're coming. I don't know. So, I, I don't know. Uh, I fucking. think because they're, like, because he's fat, he can say anything and it's going to be funny. I think that's where they're going with it. All right. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. I'm not continuing. With I'm the not show. continuing with it either. It's not. No, I'm not a fan. Right now, it's it's just full of 
like the pile is just full of sad hollow moments yeah and it's like even this one has like dumb has like dumb things where it's like they just do it so they can make another another fucking sad scene later we're like dude if you find out this dude's your dad and then you go and visit him and then like after knowing him for like 10 minutes I would not let them anywhere near my family. No. And this guy's just want to meet, you want to meet your grandkids? Like, no. <laughs> Keep them away. Especially... He looks like a dirty old homeless man. <laughs> you're going to bring him to your house? He's probably going to like it's fucking like... like put like tin hats on him and try and like jerk <laughs> off on their cereal or something. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he did look like he lived in a crack house. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's just like, he's my dad. What am I going to do? Like, you can tell him to stay the fuck away from you. Yeah. Then you you find don't know out this guy at all. Then you find out he's like sick. It's like, oh my Jesus God. Christ. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it just beats you over the head with it. Ah, for fuck's sake. Uh, so anyway, this is us. I'm not going to continue no. on this is us. No. I get it. I'm do- yeah. I get it. We, we know what you're doing. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You're not going to trick me. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's six little adventures we got to have. Yeah, yep. Fun. <laughs> um, some good, some not so good. Some will maybe will give a second chance. Maybe. Um, let us know what you think, what you saw. I think there's some other ones out there, too. I I thought about maybe reviewing the, the show Pitch that's out, which shows like the first... Uh, Female, uh, I think, pitcher of a male major league team. Yeah. Baseball. But I fucking hate sports, especially baseball. Yeah, that's why I didn't watch it. I don't <laughs> fucking. <laughs> so, and yeah. I didn't feel like I needed to watch it just to bitch about it. So I yeah. wasn't going to even waste my time. I had plenty to bitch about with just the stuff that we picked. So. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's good. That's good. Well, uh, besides all of these little adventures, is there anything else that you've been into? JT. Well, uh, with having Amazon Prime, I've gotten further into Doctor Who. I finally finished the Matt Smith years, which uh, definitely uh, got I got a little got a little misty when they had the whole thing where like when they showed Amy again. I'm like, God damn it! See, I don't remember that as much when I, when she came because because he's with the for a little bit he's with. Um, uh, the Impossible Girl, right? Yeah. Uh, what's her name? Clara. Clara, yep. Yeah. I can't remember when Amy comes back. It's like, it's just, it's done like on a vision. Like, he's like, he's kind of like, uh, it's like right before he regenerates. So, like, they do all this, like, uh, nostalgia stuff. Like, uh, they even, like, kind of like, like, within the TARDIS, they re- replay the scene where, like, he saw her as, like, a, as, like, a little girl, too. So, you're uh-huh. like, oh, my God. And then they do like this thing where like the where like Amy like walks up to him and like like touches his face and you're like, oh my fuck. Oh. <laughs> God damn it. Amy Pond. Oh yeah. But no, it was good. Like I was still I think Matt Smith is still up there as my favorite yeah. for sure. Yeah. And uh I've watched a few of the Peter Capaldi episodes and uh I really like his dynamic. Yeah, like I, I think I like his his chemistry with Clara more than Matt Smith had with with her. Yeah, he kind of shuns her a little bit. Yeah, like <laughs> he's such a dick to her. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. 
I I think I got like five episodes in or so of the Capaldi first season, and I I didn't ever get to watch after that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like two in right now, and uh, yeah, I like he kind of plays plays up this whole thing where like uh, like he's kind of like a dick to everybody in a sense where like he feels like he's normal and everyone else around him's weird. Yeah. And he kind of plays up that whole thing, and I like that that aspect of him. I um. There's, I got to a point where he almost has another companion. Like, he picks, like, I, I don't know how, but she ends up just coming with him on adventures. Yeah. But Claire is also still there. Yeah. So it's like, I think, I, I don't know how far I got in. How What episode is did you last see? Um, I only got two in, and it was the one where uh, they go inside a Dalek. Okay. I remember that. There's one that sticks out that I think they're on, like, the moon. And there's, like, another one. I think it might even be two parts, or maybe it just took me a long time to finish it. But they're at, like, <laughs> a school, and there's something going on there. And that's where you meet kind of the second companion. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, I I wasn't into Capaldi as much as Matt Smith right off the bat. Yeah. I, cause I got into Matt Smith like pretty quick. Yeah, I got him to right away. Like, Capaldi's first episode is really weird, cause it's like, I don't know, it's like something where like his brain is like super fucked up, so like he can't <laughs> like comprehend certain things. It's mm-hmm. so, like he spends like almost the whole episode like trying to find himself. But like, uh, I don't know, like I'm starting to grow on him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. I'm thinking about getting Prime myself. And I, I say it probably every episode. Yeah, but... you, pretty much. <laughs> but I do want to keep up with all that stuff. Yeah. And um, yeah, I also uh, I watched the first half hour of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles two. Oh yeah. Because I couldn't get past it, because <laughs> it's the f- one of the fucking worst movies I've ever seen. It's so bad. It's bad. It's. Awful. It is bad. Whoever says this one is better than the first one, you're dumb. It's dog shit. I I made it through the first one. I So I watched it and I kind of fell asleep and then I woke up and I was like, "Okay, now I got to remember where I left off." And then as I was thinking about where I left off, it made me angry. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my god, this was dumb." And then this was dumb. And then this was dumb. Fuck this. And then I just like fucking just put it in the my envelope and put it in the fucking mail. Yeah. It's awful. It's dumb. All the action is like pretty much CG. So it's like there's no stakes. Cause like and all the action is like super is like so over the top where you're like, well, this can't happen. I don't fucking care. Mm. And fucking I don't know. Everyone in everyone in it is dumb. You so you saw the point. Because I think this happens fairly early on, where Shredder meets Krang. Yeah, and I fucking hate Krang. Yeah, me too. And he meets him out of nowhere, and like Shredder's like, he's not super cool about it. And he's like, I've never met this weird alien brain thing in a robot before, but I'm fine with it. I'll yeah. go along with his plan. And then after like Shredder like teleports out. They legit do like a 15 second super awkward scene where the robot's trying to stuff Krang back into its stomach (laughs) and they do it forever. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? It's bad. Like, 
I'm disappointed he never got to where Stephen Amell tapes wheels from a rolling chair on the bottom of his shoes to rollerblade away from Bebop. And I Rock saw Study. enough Stephen Amell. <laughs> Stephen Amell is not good in this either. Ugh, he is not a good Casey fuck. Jones. It was bad. And then, so like the whole reason he gets kicked off the force was even dumb too. It makes the police force look dumb. Yeah. Because then they're like, they're like, uh, they're like, he's telling this like crazy story and they don't believe him. And it's like, yeah, this thing shot manhole covers, which you see. So it did happen. <laughs> and like, yeah, manhole covers, right. Which if it shot manhole covers, <laughs> there'd be manhole covers all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. But they're talking and they never saw fucking manhole covers. <laughs> So where the fucking manhole covers go? Don't know, man. Fuck this movie! <laughs> it's bad. Fuck it! It's bad. And it's set up just like a video game. Like It's awful! Like, you have to go find these three pieces of stuff scattered throughout Earth. Yeah. It's like, the first one is in here. The second one is here. And it's like, oh my god. Bebop and Rocksteady, you're so fucking annoying. Every time they talk, I want to fucking stick a pen in my ear. <laughs> Yeah, just put a Q-tip in just a little too deep. I can't <laughs> fucking stand this fuck. It's awful. I ugh. don't it don't even fit. It's not even worth it because you'll finish it and be like, why did I do that to myself? The minute it started, I was pissed. Yeah, <laughs> I had high. You know what? I don't know how high my hopes were, to be honest, but I saw this in the theater and <laughs> I'm just like. Because I remember watching the first... I think I watched it with you. And yeah. we f finished it and we're like, that was okay. That wasn't as bad as everyone said it was. Yeah. Like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad by any stretch of the mind. Yeah. And so. I think, like, maybe with that one, it had the advantage of, like, they, uh, they introduced the turtles, like, very, like... It took them a while to introduce the turtles. Like, here, it's, like, flat out, like, right away they show them. And they talk like a bunch of fucking ADD riddled fucking kids. Yeah. Like they're just talking over each other and like back and forth and shit. And I'm like, shut the fuck up <laughs> for a fucking second. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> they, they keep fucking talking. And I'm like, so like, God damn it. Shut up. Maybe you're getting, maybe you're getting old JT. Maybe <laughs> like the whole time they're on it forever and they just keep fucking talking and I couldn't stand it. It, yeah, it's it's not good. The movie's so disjointed, and nothing's really, really good in it. Fuck. Will Arnett, if anything, is a saving grace, and even he's not the best in this either. Yeah. I almost, I don't know. There was a part of me that that liked um, fucking Tyler Perry. Yeah. Because he was so fucking nerdy and, like, so, like, I don't know. Out of everybody, I think I liked him the most from what I saw. Because he was just, like... He wasn't, like, over-the-top annoying with it, but he definitely played a nerd. Yeah. Whereas everyone's, like, shoving it in your face, like, uh, uh, Oh, yeah, look at this pizza! Uh, uh, uh. And then he's just like, Nerd. <laughs> you know what? If The one thing I wish they did in this is actually turn him into the fly man. Yeah. And they don't. They don't even they don't? ever hint at it. Oh, fuck. They never even, like, put that little, like, red herring in the in the movie to say like maybe we can come back to this in a future movie they don't yeah they just leaves and it's like <laughs> this movie is already a cartoon a shit one at that and you couldn't just throw that in there 
Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's shit. It sucks. It's shit. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it needed to be repeated twice. <laughs> and uh, uh, last thing that I saw, I did watch the season premiere of Last Man on Earth. Oh, yeah, me too. Oh, I did too. Fucking amazing. Yeah, I love that They show. do another one of those fucking, like, they get an A-list cameo just to fucking kill him <laughs> off right away. Oh, my God, I love and that. And it was an amazing one, too. <laughs> Don't even ruin it. It's yeah. so good. But, no, it's so good based on who kills him, too, yeah. and based on, like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Oh, it's fantastic. I never even put that together until just now, and it makes it even better. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I as soon as they took that helmet off and yeah. it was that person yeah. i was like oh my god and i was i was <laughs> l- cracking up i was cracking up it was so good <laughs> oh my god and there's so many lines in this that just i was like i had to like go back and rewatch because i was still laughing at them <laughs> like there's one scene like uh the fucking older chick who keeps drinking wine is out of nowhere it's like why are you pitching such a pants tent for this guy? <laughs> and I was like laughing hysterically for so long. Oh, yeah. Last Man like, on Earth is so good. Oh, my God. It's so good. And Todd is the best fucking I thing ever. I love Todd. I love Todd. Like how he keeps, he goes into such like, like borderline pornographic detail about this <laughs> Mr. T keychain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like it's the Mr. T keychain. He's got big arms. He's got a he's got a button on him when you press. He says, "I pity the fool." It's like, we know what Mr. T looks like. <laughs> so good. Yeah, that's I, that's a great show. I it's too bad. Like, um, hopefully more people watched it because I saw Will Arnett or not Will Arnett, right? Uh, no, it's not Will Arnett. It's Will Forte. Will Forte. Yeah. Like, he put, put out a tweet, like, right before, like, it was premiering on Sunday. Yeah. And they're like, hey, hopefully everybody watches Last Man on Earth because Fox didn't tell anybody to fucking watch it. <laughs> and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess they're not promoting it very well, but, like, God. it's definitely, like, on things to watch on my Hulu. It's oh, like, fuck. New it's episode. so fantastic, it's, dude. It's amazing. Like, and, like... Will Forte goes so fucking nuts for it, too. Like, from, like, the last season when he had half his head shaved. (laughs) Yeah. And this episode, he wears a pair of fake eyebrows (laughs) so he can convey emotion better. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I fucking love it. (laughs) It's so good. It's, yeah. So, well, let's just cut into what I've been watching, because I I watched that. Yeah. So... It's amazing. Everybody amazing. should watch it. Amazing. And this, what this show does too, it really does an amazing job of balancing when they put in like high drama scenes. Yeah. Because they can do like really sad, like emotional scenes. Yeah. And they're just not like, it doesn't feel like they're bludgeoning you over the head with it. Like it's just kind of, yeah. And it. <laughs> And or like even Lethal Weapon, where it kind of does that every once yeah. in a while, like where it's kind of disjointed, mm-hmm. like it feels like it kind of just easily dips you in, yeah, and then it just takes you right back out into comedy. So mm-hmm. it's it's great. Like yeah. I love it. It's yeah. such a great show. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, I saw the movie Magnificent Seven. Oh, okay. Uh, it's <sighs> that I'm, good, eh? No, no, listen, hear me out. 
the way I'm going to say it is it's going to sound like a downplay. It's just a Western. And it's an action-y movie that doesn't do much of anything super special. Yeah. But the movie's still pretty decent. Like, okay. it's it's pretty good. Yeah. I wouldn't say go to the theater to see it. I would say, like, rent it or whatever. I would even say, like, maybe even get on Blu-ray because it would be fun to watch again. But um, every because there's so many people in it, the only really two that you get to know are, like, Chris Pratt and Denzel Washington. Okay. As well as, like, the female in it that's not Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> it's somebody else who's playing, like, a clone of her. And, like, there's, like, a like a pretty big-name actor that's in the beginning of it that just dies. <laughs> and so you're like, oh, shit, that's really cool. In fact, you know what? I saw two things this weekend where that same actor died. And now I can't remember what the second thing was. But I don't want to give the actor away. <laughs> it's a, if you want to see it, I don't want it to ruin it for you. But yeah, um, I, would, I would suggest seeing Magnificent Seven. But I, I could wait for it. It's a great action movie. Yeah. Does a lot of cool stuff. Like It's pretty much like a Western Avengers. Because I never saw the original Magnificent Seven. Where I hear they're just, like, all cowboys. Yeah. And, like, in this one, like, everybody's got, like, their special talent. Like, one's good at, like, sniping. One's good at, like, throwing axes or throwing knives. And the other one's, like, a Native American who uses a bow and arrow. So he's the Hawkeye of the group. And uh, <laughs> Chris Pratt is, like, a con man sharpshooter. And Denzel's just Denzel. Of course. Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio is, like a bear of a man who like pretty much just rips people apart with his bare hands. It's, it's it like, it's, it's pretty, it's, it's good. Like, but it is just a Western. Yeah. It doesn't do anything special, but it's still a, it's pretty decent watch. Gotcha. There you go. Magnificent seven. Totally not did it justice <laughs> on that review. Just there. Oh, and I also finished Supergirl yesterday as well. Ooh, okay. All the way through that. Final verdict? I'm going to see what the CW has to offer. Okay. If there was a second season on CBS, I don't think I would continue. Yeah. It's... I, I don't know, man. Like, <laughs> the effects are shit in it. I don't, I don't know. It just... <sighs> They didn't really do anything super interesting in it. But I really love Melissa Benoist. Yeah. There's a few scenes where she's just so goddamn charming. <laughs> and there's a few, like, fight scenes. I I think I said it in a few, a few episodes where, like, she's really down and out. And so she, like, starts blasting people with, like, heat vision and it, whatever. And, like, just the expression on her face looks like she's really giving it her all. And she's really trying to really driving home that she's on she's the underdog in this situation mm -hmm. so she's like a saving grace in this but yeah I, I i like a lot of the cast i don't hate calista flockhart in it as i thought i would um i was kind of getting sick of like hottie james olsen in it by the end like okay like 
because they have like a kind of like a romantic connection him and supergirl yeah and i'm like that's a little on the nose kind <laughs> of like oh well and like the other character i think his name is win like he's kind of funny and charming but kind of annoying at sometimes and it's weird like yeah, I'm just a guy who works at a paper, but I can also hack the Pentagon on my flip phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, do you have to be a super hacker? Like, you get, like, at one point he gets, um, like, uh, hired on to the DOA, which is like a, I don't remember what it stands for. But it's like this government agency, he gets hired on there to be their hacker. And it's like, God damn it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do in CW. Because f- what we said before, like, uh, it it, for, it just looks, what I've seen already from like the trailers and stuff, it already looks better than what was on CBS. Right on. So I'll check it out. And I think that starts this week, too. Either this week or next week. <laughs> In fact, it might even be October 10th. Gotcha. So who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Well, if the people do know JT, where can they get a hold of you? They can get me at bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, bucky for everyone on Instagram and hey, why not Snapchat? Right? You can find me at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well, where we post uh, stuff from time to time. <laughs> if you're into facebook we have a facebook page where we post all of our new episodes and uh you can find all of our new episodes uh as well as our past episodes forever going back until our inception on soundcloud.com slash off topic podcast do that if you like apple if you're in big apple's hand <laughs> Big Apple. <laughs> uh, you can find us on iTunes as well. And while you're there, why don't you give us a little rating? Give us a little comment. We'll read them on the show. Yeah. We've been known to do that in the past. A couple times here and there. <laughs> and if you uh, have a long-winded comment, why don't you just write us on reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. 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 That's it. That's all I got, JT. All right. T-Max. Did a lot of TV watching this last week. We sure did. Well, JT, know what drops this Friday. Got that Luke Cage. Netflix Marvel symbiosis happening again. (sighs) Next week, you'll probably get a little bit of Luke Cage action going on. Yeah. We've got Westworld dropping on Sunday, too. Oh, really? Believe so, yeah. I think it is. Ooh, baby. So what do you want to do? You want to do uh, Luke Cage next week and then maybe like a how it's like the first two episodes of Westworld the next week? Sure, like some first impressions of Westworld next week. Yeah. Sounds good. You want to do that? Great. Look at that. We just set up two shows live. Bam, baby. (laughs) That's how we do it. That's how we do it. So until next time, we hear a little bit about Luke Cage coming out this week. Come Check on, it Zick. out. We'll be talking about it. We'll be spoiling it. Spoiling it. We'll give you fair warning, but we're all going to be spoiling it. We're going to be spoiling I'm Tor the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. Until then, we are off.